from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, there's a new Indie Direct, and we got Alex here to talk about his Saga Frontier review. I don't like Magnamello. He's like my personal Stave Puffed man. The turtles are Indie again. When did that happen? Like when that was a that was a confusing one to me. I saw that right. and I was like, wait. <laughs> Shredder's Not Revenge really. is an indie yeah. game? Isn't that branded Nickelodeon? Pretty sure that's owned by Viacom. Uh, yeah. It's you know, it's it's um I mean there was yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean it's the people who do the Scott Pilgrim game, which was also definitely not yeah. An indie production, <laughs> though it started out as such. So did well, Ninja Turtles started out as an indie comic. Yeah. Was Streets of Rage four an indie game? I'm Googling. I don't know because that. I don't think so. Because well, that was the before one. That was the one they lasted. Well, I mean, not to not to spoil when we get to the indie stuff, but I mean, there was a House of the Dead remake in there too, which they only showed for like two seconds. Which I was like, Sega's wait. indie now. I was like, wait, what? Like this is what you're just gonna like <laughs> blow past? Is like a House of the Dead remake? I'm I, like, what? You know, I definitely caught that, and I was yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, hold on, wait. That should have been like up front. Like, I'm way more interested in that than everything else that's on this direct. Like, I'm like, what? Come on, dude. But I did find like a longer, like a longer trailer of it that was actually from the company. So, oh, but, cool. but we'll talk about that. But yeah, this is uh, this is Nintendo Main episode 266. Your place for us to talk about uh, games that new games that are out and uh, indie directs and all that fun stuff. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey High Rank Johnson. I'm Jeremy, I think it's Pukey Pukey or Pukey Pukey Makowski. Gunman John Nitter. And we have a guest this week. Uh, Alex GG Arona. What's up, man? Back back here again. Says so you were you were here like right before right before Monster Hunter. Or no, it was when the Monster Hunter demo was, but yeah. I wanted to talk to you about uh, you know, Saga Frontier because I saw because I saw you got that and that was one of uh I don't know, my my experience with Saga is pretty I have I what is it? I I got Saga two, a Romancing mm-hmm. Saga two, the Super Nintendo one that's on Switch. Yeah. I got that one and played it for a while. I think it, I think it looks great, but I had no idea what's going on in the game. And uh, I think a lot of the games are like that. And this one I was kind of intrigued by, but I'm not really sure anymore. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I, uh, I mean, you want to get into it now? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's let's start let's start talking about Saga Frontier right right here on the top. So go for okay. it. Okay. So, first off, these games started in 1989 with Final Fantasy Legends on the Game Boy. Now, those games were different than what you would think of the normal JRPGs because they didn't have a leveling system. Their leveling system is humans get stats, their stats get upgraded w- with whatever they did. If they got if they took some hits, their HP gets up. They got a new HP point. If they they hit somebody, they got a new strength point. If they use magic, they got a new M- MP point. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mechs, you would install gear on them, so you would just keep buying new gear and install it, and that would give them new abilities. 
uh, not the elves, but the mystics. The mystics would get mystic gear that would absorb abilities and monsters would eat other monsters and get the abilities randomized. Mm. Those rules are consistent for the saga games up until whatever the last one was. What was the last one that had like no towns and, and anything in it? I, I, saga ultimate saga. I wanted to call it like Revenant or something like that, but I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what it's called. I don't think that's it. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. It was something, it was something very like, yeah, it was, it, it was not liked from my understanding. It did not review well. It didn't go well. <laughs> some, some people loved it, but I mean, it's a, it depends on, I don't know. I think some of the people that uh, Scarlet Grace, right? Uh, Scarlet Grace. I did not know that one. Or no, that's that's a Vita one. I'm I'm talking about the one that that's on that's on Switch that came out before this one. There is Unlimited Saga for PS2, Emperor Saga. Um, Unlimited Saga was what I was thinking. Imperial Saga was a oh Scarlet Grace. Yeah, Scarlet Grace is one of them. It is Scarlet Grace, right? The one that has like kind of it kind of has weird, sort of has a weird art style. But but there's like from what I heard of what of what people that covered it I've, I've listened to, uh, there's like no. You don't do anything other than battle, really. <laughs> there's like no town, and there's like no walking, and it's just like you just fight people. And I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of interesting, I guess. Because I know I know the saga games are all are always about being you know being kind of weird or, or different about everything. And yeah, and yeah, now yeah, that so, one was like, let's just get rid of everything. Let's just make it all battle systems. <laughs> and <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> okay, sure. So Saga Frontier is is. It's ahead of its time back then, and now it's way behind its time. That So you had that combat system. The other thing about it is that on the back end, the more fights you get into, the harder the bosses or the enemies get, so it all scales. So grinding doesn't really do anything. What you, you're doing is you're trying to purposely level up your characters the way you want them. Mm-hmm. You, you just do a bunch of attacks with your humans, you find and install new art, like new gear for your mechs, and you get the most powerful monster absorbed into your other monster, and then you're set. You don't even have to do anything. Once he has that most powerful ability, you're done. So it's just kind of cre- uh, creating your team. That is the combat. But the game is completely open. It's a open world to travel wherever you want. And in that, and like, so there's seven, seven characters, and each one has a straight storyline. But the storylines are kind of just like they're very figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. Just kind of figure it out. Go. And here's the open world. And you meet all other characters that you can include in your party. All these B characters. There's dozens of B characters. You can just grab, this guy wants to be in your party. You scrab them all and you go and try to figure out the story. And, and there, there's there's also like life points, right? Like there's, I remember like if you die and you and your character comes back to life, you lose like a life point. So if you die enough times, your characters can, can permanently die. Like there is permadeath in there. It's not permadeath. It's more that they have to, in this one, I know there is permadeath in the other ones, but this in Saga Frontier, you just have to go to a, a hotel. Oh, in, in Saga 2, there was the one that I played on Switch. Cause, cause I played it, I played it like one time mm-hmm. and my guys were okay. And then I played it again and they died. And then it just started a whole nother story with different guys. And I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's made to do that where like it, it expects you to, to lose your characters and it'll just, It'll just start going with another character, with a completely and, other and, character. And that's kind of the thing, is that each game, each saga game, they try to take the normal, whatever's going on, and twist it on its head. And in the in Saga Frontier's case, it was the fact that you had all of these seven stories that were completely separate. But you can go and pick a character, go in that story, and you can meet all of the other characters and get them in your party. But once the story's done, you'll go into another character story 
and they'll be exploring and they'll run into the other characters too. So each one, mm. each narrative is completely separate. It's actually for me, I, what I thought was, this is what Octopath kind of should have been. Oh, where sure. you actually have... Where they actually talk to each other when they see each other. Like yeah. that was so annoying for me. Exactly. Where, yeah. But like they, they their, their stories could have interacted and in, in Octopath they don't, but that being said, just the there's it's aimless. Like they don't really tell you where to go. You just can go on random directions and end up somewhere that you've never been before. And just like, I don't know, even know what I'm doing. There's a story that'll say, go find this person. But until like, unless you go town to town, talk to every single person, do you then doing all of that? Do you ever find that person? How so, weird. Yeah. So you just have to know. And that's, what's frustrating about the whole thing is that it, it, it was trying to do something huge by having these deep interactive stories where everyone is interacting and that's cool. And open world, open world before real open world where you could just go like, you know, you see that mountain, just go over there. Like that's a, you know, that's yeah, a whole yeah. thing, but it just, yeah, it's, it, it now it doesn't feel like it respects your time. It feels like it's just wasting. Like, again, you could like grind and grinding doesn't do anything. You could still go up, go walk up to a boss and he one shots you unless you have the right strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's about building your team, finding your story, figuring it out, getting to the where you need to go, and then kind of keep going. So it's like a little frustrating with the romancing saga series. That one you can only do so far in the story before your character becomes too old, and then you next level play as his children. Yeah. So, so that's where like that's where the romancing saga series they put that on their head by saying, "Well, now you're just that person's kid." Oh, weird. So it so what you're saying is it's basically it, you have to play it a certain way, right? It's not really it, it is open-ended, but it also but still if you want to get past certain boss or whatever, you have to you have to play it a certain way, right? It's not so much that you have to play it a certain way. You don't need to have the right the exact same party makeup, but there's no grinding to get through it. It's just straight. You have to strategize. You have to figure it out. And it's these rules, these 1989 rules that yeah. exist, and they expect you to still remember. Yeah. They expect you to follow those rules because that's how it works. And like, I was going through with old style guides, and ga- I was at Game Facts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reading some of the stuff, some of the like the the lore behind everything. It's like, by the way, don't put on gear. Because gear will give you better stats, and that means the enemies will be even harder. And that oh, doesn't yeah, cause, matter because it's going to like scale to whatever you have on. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. I, but I you would, don't know that. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It yeah. From what from what I played of uh, Saga Two or Romancing Saga Two, yeah, it just didn't tell me anything, and I just kind of went. But but you're saying that. I mean, I like the open the idea of it. Like you go wherever you make the story. But if you just go somewhere and then a boss kills you, it's like. Well, should I have gone somewhere else first? Like what you know, like that's, and I feel like it's one of those things where you're gonna have to play the game like with a guide the whole time, which, which kind of annoys me. I don't really like playing like games like that, and especially ones which I've kind of run into this with Bravely Default too as well, where it's like, it's like here's all these different options, but if you want to beat this guy, you got to do it this way. Like you really have yeah. to use these jobs. So that's kind of annoying. I prefer that you just there's a little bit more, a little bit more flexibility to it where you can do some other stuff and still get through it. Instead of yeah, just and being that, a specific thing to to get through it, and that's kind of the thing is that like I I played a, I played all the scenarios and it, so there's like oh this is the most straightforward one I'm like okay and I did you know a, cu- a couple hours and then it gets to a point and goes okay you got to go kill the three mob bosses and I said okay where are they and it says go kill the three mob bosses and I'm like great <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so uh, uh you know you got to stumble your way through it or kind of figure it out 
and uh yeah it's just the characters are fun you know i had a character that uh well, well you know out of the seven of them my favorite was this guy named red who was a uh what is the the, the you know what are the power rangers are based off of oh um oh you mean the original Super like japanese sentai yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, he's, a, he's yeah. a Sentai hero. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you want to go back, back, I think the original, very first, like Voltron, whatever, bring monsters together, wasn't that Gotcha Force? Was like the very oh, yeah. first, first, like, like yeah. anime from the sixties or whatever. But I, but I, yeah. I, he has, he's a superhero that he can, and you can't, if you have a full party, you can't turn into that character because he doesn't want people to know he's got a secret identity. So if everyone <laughs> dies, all of a sudden, the ability to turn into your Sentai character who looks like a Power Ranger with like a colored suit and like mm-hmm. a cool visor and all that and a laser sword that appears. And then you're like, and then the, the music changes and you become the hero and it, it it's fun, but uh, yeah, it's, it's trying to do a lot of stuff that are, that it's beyond its time. It's like, Oh, we got all these great ideas. And I'm like, that is groundbreaking. Now it is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> and th- it, well, and this one, like uh, the original Saga Frontier was like 1998, right? I, I read yeah. I read the original IGN review of it before we started just to get an idea because I've heard, you know, a lot of people talk bad about it like now, like the Saga Frontier like release and all that stuff. And I wanted to kind of get my head around it. And it's funny because like for like a paragraph, the reviewer keeps – it was talking about how like how great the sprites look and – and I guess people in 90, 1998 were like, fuck it, it looks like Genesis or whatever. You know, they were, everybody was anti sprites at that time. But I, he, go, he basically defends it for a long time because of the great looking sprites. And, and from what I've seen of this one, it looks good. I mean, the other one that I played looked great too. It looked like Final Fantasy VI, but, but I just didn't know what to do at all. And, and it doesn't tell you. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I did this willingly. I signed up and sure, said, yeah. I would like to play this game because I remember it being tons of fun as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I did that all to myself. And I realized now that's like, oh, okay. This was all rose colored glasses. Okay. <laughs> that Well, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because it was one that was definitely on my radar. And I still might, I might still get it. I don't know. I mean, there's this other game that I can't seem to stop playing, which we'll definitely talk about on this on this episode as well. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm so I'm so curious, especially like stuff like uh, RPG series that have like so many entries. I'm just like I don't know. It's it's something that's been around for a long time, and they keep making them. So there's got to be something good about it, right? <laughs> it makes it makes me want to play it. Well, I mean, that was that was my heyday. Like I was I was a big PS one. Uh, JRPG guy, so I mm-hmm. I played them all, you know, and I and uh, even with the death of the Vita, I, I I spent more than I paid for my Vita on a memory card just to buy another hundred dollars with the JRPGs that are going to be gone from the Vita store and load that up. So I that's that's my jam. But <laughs> this <laughs> this was this was it was it was fun to return to. It was fun to hear the Kenji Ito uh, soundtrack, which he did a really great job of that, and it was all intact. But it's a product of its time. This is a museum piece. Yeah. You want to look at it. You want to see it and say, "Oh, that's what they did back then. That's cool. That was very cool at then." So, <laughs> and then that's it. I'm like, "Okay, I'm good." So even even though it's like a, I mean, because it's kind of a remake, right? They haven't really like updated any of it to try to make it more like quality of life or like any of that stuff in there in this version of it. They have fast forward auto saves, and well, I think they're it's fast forward auto saves, and then. Uh, you can you can you can run like they'll they'll show you the like oh you're gonna get you got into a fight and you can just hit L and and it, you jump out of the fight. Oh okay. And, but again, uh, the there's new there's new cut content that uh, the, oh here's another an eighth character with an eighth storyline beat the other seven first. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. The Octopath. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's got the full Octo in there. And it's like, like, again, you put in new content with new music, new character stories that was cut. It was, it was cut. There was a whole another character cut. He was in mm-hmm. all the other character stories and he's very, very funny. He's very comedic. He's like a, a like a cop, but you know, one of those bad cops doesn't play by the rules. Sure. Yeah. He, he came into my character story and just started smacking him around like, like real silly. It's all funny stuff, but it just like, okay, now I want to get that story about him. They're going to, they put it back in there. Great. Oh no, I got to beat every single other you scenario. Get to it. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how long do each of the scenarios run for about what, like 20 yeah. hours or. It depends. I think you could get through it in probably 10 each. Mm. Cause I'm so, wondering I mean, about like, yeah, the length of it, if you can get through it. Cause it's like, okay. So, you know, I, I went through with a, uh, you know, with the you know, game facts and I was going through some of the scenarios and it would say like, oh yeah, just kind of go through, beat this boss, beat this boss, beat this boss. And it's like, oh, okay, great. You know, and went through and fought the appropriate battles. And then it's like, beat that boss wiped out. Okay, great. Now what I gotta do? All right. Well, I'm going to go try this other boss, get there, wiped out. And it's like, well, yeah. it says here, oh, there's all these bonus quests you can do. Well, I'll do some bonus quests. Okay. I do the bonus quests and I, you know, I get to the last step of the bonus quest. Oh, then you can unlock the secret magic. And I'm like, great. And then wiped out. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's figuring out what you got to do. Some of the times you just got to, you know, you do have to like go into another scenario. Your progress does carry over. Hmm. So any levels you gained will so it, it does help to like go through a point in the game then start a new scenario and then you'll have more levels to kind of continue that but you said you but you said you can't really grind though right no you can't really grind but yeah. it, but your age like at that point you've died you've gotten into so many fights and you've you know gotten hit enough times you're like oh your hp is a little higher now your hp is at 500 or something like that and it's a little bit easier can you can you punch your own guys like like you did in final fantasy 2 to, to make yourself extra stronger See now that's the move. Uh, I did not. <laughs> uh, I, you cannot, but that's that seems like the right move. Yeah, because I, I remember Final Fantasy too. That's what you do. You just you just beat yourself up, and and then you're. That's how you make your guys stronger. It's just yeah. it's just fight your fight your own party. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I think so. Uh, I think Saga Frontier is a good museum piece if you want to check it out. You want to see what that what was like groundbreaking back then. Mm. I mean, you should definitely check it out. But I, I, if you want a fun game that respects your time right now i don't think that's the one <laughs> yeah i mean it's that's what kind of scares me about those games is because it's you know i love rpgs but i don't really want to like i said before i don't want to play it like with a guide just having to look at a guide constantly like every other minute it's kind of like it's like i want to do a little bit where it feels like i'm kind of playing it and it's you know and there's like some freedom to it or whatever you know yeah and you want to feel like again you have the capabilities and the tools to kind of figure it out and yeah that's what i'm saying is that i feel like this yeah this absolutely doesn't do that like you know give me you know uh it in you know final fantasy 6 something else that like can at least directs you to some extent Mm -hmm. that you feel like okay i can customize i can pick how i want to play while still getting a story that would be uh those other games and uh this one is not that yeah so but I mean, what uh, for your review? Do you guys do? Uh, I mean, do you do like number number reviews or recommend, oh, yeah. like how do you like how do you do it? Uh, I gave it a six point five out of ten. Okay, I mean that's that, I don't think that's bad. I mean, I think that's good, but not great, right? That would yeah, be about and where it's, I would say it, that. For me, it's more just again that it it does they do add quality of life, and it's nice to see something like this brought back to get some to just to look at it and to feel like oh okay this because it did I I you know I was that kid I played all of those 
JRPGs all day. You know, I, I couldn't get enough of any of them, you know, the most obscure to the, the most common. I just wanted all of it. And so that was very exciting for me. It feels like it's one of those where it's like, it's good, but asterisks next to it. And it's like, well, here's all these things, you know, yeah, or exactly. just, or, or just like warnings more than anything is what it sounds like. It's just like, be prepared for, you know, this and that and the other. And exactly. That's, yeah. that's exactly where I'm coming from is that I feel like, I mean, again, it was sandwiched when it first came out, it was sandwiched between front mission two and final fantasy tactics. Like yeah, yeah. it was like the big hitters were happening. I mean, I've heard, you know, people say that they were disappointed by it or I don't know what they were, what they were expecting in 98 from it. And if they hadn't played the other ones, but yeah, it's just one of those things that I'm just, I'm like, Ooh, RPG, like, you know, and it's all like, you know, it's all sprite based and it looks really nice. And, you know, it looks like a really souped up super Nintendo game. And, you know, I like that stuff, but then again, I'm afraid for afraid of like where, you know, how well I'll be able to play it because I know these games are complicated. You know. Yeah, and that's that. Like I, 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 and uh, I, I stupidly uh, had a child, and then also declared that 2021 would be the year I play a bunch of JRPGs. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm still like, I'm, I, you know, I'm playing Persona Three on my Vita, uh, Persona Five on my PS4, uh, Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch on my Switch. Like I, nice. Yeah, those are all. Do you find yourself playing portable or on your TV more? Ah, uh, portable. I I with certain games like Nino Kuni, that game is all is a lot of grind. So uh, I do find that like I'm watching TV uh, with my wife and I'm sitting here just mashing combat just to kind of get through a couple levels while I'm waiting because that yeah Nino Kuni is is you get to a level a spot and it says well that guy's gonna kill you in one hit so you better just start hitting random enemies and just kind of go better start grinding get mm-hmm. on the grind yep. And yeah. you know that it's it's you know Studio Ghibli art, so I I'm I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some games I, I hate the grind, but the that one Studio Ghibli, Ghibli art is what's carrying me because much else isn't. Yeah, I, I keep thinking about that one. I mean, it's I think it's on sale for twelve dollars again. It's on sale a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that's why I, that's why I got it. Yeah, so I mean, I always think about it, but one of these days, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, Same. one of these days. The other Saga game that I was trying to think of is is called a Saga Scarlet Grace Ambitions. Was the last one that they released, which was which was a which was a Vita game, which was ported to Switch, and they whatever you know tweaked it to try to make it more whatever. But that's the one where there's like no there's like no exploring; it's just all fights. So that was one that I was interested in. I don't know. There's a bunch of them on there because like Romancing Saga Three is on there too. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at it now, and this this art is a little crazy for for what i know the saga games to be yeah it's weird yeah it was uh the art looked interesting to me but i was still like interesting in a weird way but i don't know i mean i like the people that worked on it you know like uh jeremy Parrish from from uh retronauts worked on it apparently and so did eight four play so oh really i didn't know eight four play that's kind of why i was interested in it yeah that's actually why i was thinking about it because they were pushing it on one of their episodes so Hmm. so yeah cool well yeah i mean Try try Saga if you want. Like you said, Museum Piece, which is great. I mean, I like that there's stuff like that getting released. And I feel kind of weird talking about it because, uh, you know, it's it's basically kind of how Monster Hunter is too, where it's like, I don't know anything about that game, but I just threw myself into it and tried to watch as many videos and read as much stuff about it as I can. And now I'm, well, fu- now I'm fucking 70. you did a 70, perfect transition. Now I'm fucking 70 plus hours into the game. So what the fuck, man? Are you Are you... <laughs> Are you in now? Are you in, are you a monster per, hunter person now? Oh sure, yeah, totally. 
Yeah. I mean, I, us. I said I'm like 72 hours into the game, so I obviously don't hate it. Because <laughs> it's 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 been it's it's hard for me to think about these other games because it's like the only thing I've been playing is Monster Hunter. It's just more than anything because it's just like, and I'll and I'll be like I'll just play it a little bit and then it was like five, five hours later I'm like oh, okay, well I'm, not I'm just gonna, gonna make I'm just gonna else. make some armor and then I'm gonna you know try out a new build or I'm gonna yeah. oh they have a new ability I'm gonna try to figure that out or I I'm gonna try to trap some yeah. monsters. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I've been trying to. I, I need. I need to. I, I need to figure out a way to like tell people not to trap monsters because it's from what I read, it's actually not the. You get less items if you capture the monster versus killing the monster. That's new then, because yeah. uh, that was not the way before. Okay, because a lot of people do it, but it's you're actually you're better to get better to to kill it than capture it. You hearing this? You're talking about the meta now and what <laughs> how to get the best. <laughs> yeah the the do do you call them carves yet? Because that's what, that's what a lot of people call them the carves. You oh, the carves sure, in. yeah. No, I've heard people mention it, and, and like uh, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. But like carding, you know, when you get killed and carted back. I've been saying carding, because yeah. yeah, you get carted back to the camp, which makes sense. Yeah, the the fucking uh, the 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 kittens like carry you back to the campsite mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, you're talking to someone that's beaten all of them, and I beat Monster Hunter World on both PC and PlayStation. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. each 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 time I get into Monster Hunter, I was like, well, I'm gonna. Pick a new weapon that I'm going to learn. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we? Uh, why don't we transition to Monster Hunter then? Since we're <laughs> since we're already talking about it, because I know all of yeah. us. Because I haven't talked to you since the game came out, and I and I, uh, I, 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 I'm sure you probably spent most of your time with uh, with the uh, Saga Frontier, just because that's what you've been reviewing. But from what you've played of Monster Hunter Rise, what do you think of it? Uh, I I like it a lot. I definitely wish the food. The, the eating before a hunt had a little bit more of an impact. I don't feel the impact as much there. Oh, you, you get, uh, I mean, you'll get more as you go. Like it's, I'm okay. still unlocking new dangos as, as I play it. So, okay. Cause I'm only, it, it changes I, as I, you go. I'm not very far. Uh, I, and admittedly, I'm one of those people that I, like I do a, a wave of like, oh, I'm going to do a bunch of reviews. And then I sign up for like seven of them. And I'm like, crap, like I'm swamped now. So I can't play anything else, but, uh, Monster Hunter, the one I have played, yeah, the 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 dangos are good. The action is just top. It's it's so built nicely for the Switch. It's just smooth. It's just it really it's is. great. Yeah, it, it looks incredible. Like I think it's one of the. It's definitely the best looking game of this year that I've seen on Switch, hands down. The graphics look great, especially the um, when you get to some of the more complicated levels. It looks really really good, especially the lava level. Like I thought that looked so cool. Mm-hmm. Like all like just all of the. Uh, and and I like how a lot of it you can get to like this. What was I? I was playing the uh, swamp level. I think that's the one that has the pyramid in it. And I climbed the pyramid like all the way to the top. And I thought the pyramid was just in the background, but I just went over there and I just started like walking up the stairs. And it's you know in, in the map it shows like the parts that you haven't gone to. It has like kind of like a cloud over the area that you hadn't gone to. And I just yeah, and I went over there and walked all around the pyramid and all that got unclouded. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> and yeah, I feel I w- and I keep learning stuff every time I play it, but I feel so dumb after I I was like, well, why didn't I know that? Like why why did I not figure that out? Like like I just figured out that the fucking colored birds like give you your life. Like if you want to oh, yeah. cuz you can you can equip an item that'll give you 100 health, but in order to get a full 100 health, you have to catch all of the all of the green birds in the level to give you the full health. I just figured that out. Well, so you have to capture all of them. Well, I mean, not necessarily all of them, but you have to capture enough to bring your health all the way up to the top. So I'm you sure you mentioned that today in that text message, and I and it just clicked for me too. It works the same way. Like I think the yellow birds like up your up your stamina. Is it, is it per map, or is it every time you get in the map? 
I mean, it's it's permission. Oh, permission. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not like sections. Like it doesn't change like it used to. Like and load in between sections and all that stuff. Oh no no. I, I just meant more like I thought if you like collected all the ones for that map, then your your life pool would be a hundred percent for anytime you come back to that map. Oh no 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 no. You have to collect so them this... every time. <laughs> every time you so start, this... you got to go get them. Yeah. So is this the first Monster Hunter where the maps are just one giant map each time? Oh, well, I mean, no. World was like that. World, world was, was like, like that. that. Yeah. But okay. before that, I'm glad the, it's like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you all, all the the quality of life improvements have just been astronomical since like forever. They've just been consistently getting better. One of the you used to have to make wet stones to sharpen. Uh, you used yeah, to have gosh. to you used to have to take a paintball and throw it at the monster so that you could see them on the map. Yeah, yeah. Really? Do, yeah. And you had to do that each mission. Each time, every time, yeah. Oh I, I was talking. We were talking about that last week. That's I like think. my favorite part. One of my favorite parts of the game is like watching the, watching the bosses move around the map. Like I, I just love that. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, originally, I remember playing yeah, a giant Pac-Man. Yeah, you couldn't see him until. Yeah, there's even dots and stuff when they disappear mm-hmm. off the map. You see, oh, really? it'll show a dotted path as to where they're going, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So it is kind of like Pac-Man, but yeah, in the in the like even I was playing Monster Hunter Monster Hunter Three Ultimate on Wii U. And I couldn't finish a mission because I didn't bring enough fucking uh, fishing poles with me, you know, because you lose a fishing pole every time you fish. And I had to catch a certain amount of fish and I had to quit because I didn't have because I couldn't get any fucking fishing poles. It's That was how it used to be. And, yeah, you would have like multiple pickaxes to mine with. And mm-hmm. if you want to get like five stones, you could have five pickaxes. It's so dumb. See, so I'm, I'm glad I'm that they fixed with... that. Yeah. yeah, It makes me sad because this is my first Monster Hunter that I've liked and I'm. 31 hours into it. I just got it last week. I've just been really like diving into it. And like you, Trey, I'm definitely like learning something new. In fact, the, what I'll do is like, if I feel like I'm stuck or I'm like frustrated with a certain mission, I'll just like, I'm going to try to figure out another mechanic to like distract me to like feel like I'm making progress still. And so that's kind of how I've been approaching it. But I'm like, maybe eventually I'll want to try out these other monster hunters, but I just hear all this stuff. Like, it's not going to be as fun. It's going to be lacking these things that I really like. If I, I go th- backwards. Yeah. I, I thought about maybe going back and trying Generations if I get tired of this one. Like mm-hmm. maybe going trying that one just because I, I know. I, I mean, it was going to be World if I went to yeah. anything else. I mean, I, I do, I, I, I do yeah. recommend highly World. World does have, I think the 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 difference for World versus this one, um, the map to in the and the the hub world is is more expansive. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't do anything different. It's just bigger. So bigger, right? that's the quality of life improvement with this one is the fact that everything is kind of just in your face. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the blacksmith. I'm going to go to the item shop. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to the missions. Yeah. That, and then like, it's, it's like several different sections all have all the different access points, which I like. Exactly. And that's, they didn't necessarily have that in world, but everything else is the same. Pretty, pretty close. Um, the weapons, okay. uh, the weapons, change over every monster hunter so that's better for worse if you learned how to use an item a certain way it is slightly different in uh like for instance the, the yeah, they, they always tweak them right like i know the the horn is what the, the horn is completely different or they've like done things yes. to make it better yes that's, that's actually like the, the insect glaive and stuff that's the new meta and the insect glaive has gotten worse because uh in world that's the you can mount the monster but there's not as much verticality with like there's no there's the 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 insects that let you jump that wasn't a thing in mm-hmm. world so 
to mount a monster, you had to get up on a cliff or slide down a hill and jump oh. or fi- or ju- run up a wall and jump. There was like ways to do it. I think that's how but, four was too. The yeah, yeah, on, on 3DS. The, you, so you the could wire jump bug, I would really miss the wire bug. I love the yes. wire bug, yeah. I but, go backwards because I, I love the wire bug too. It's almost like Spider Man sometimes, like flinging around the, the levels. I've got pretty good at it, especially now that I know that I'm supposed to hunt the green birds mm-hmm. for my life. I've just been swinging all over the place with that you know and it's kind of and it's great to and i we talked about this last week i just wanted to when jeremy just got i was like i just want to let him know which i think is like the greatest thing ever it's there's no fall damage ever so you can just like jump really far you can jump really far and then just like shoot and then just like shoot the wire bug off and go to the go to the side and it's great and it feels like once you get once you get used to it you can go like anywhere pretty much and um, if you're good if you're good enough or if you get and there's and then there's also added stuff where you can you can like run longer on the walls if you have like a certain amount of stamina or you equip a yeah. certain thing and or if you even dango like helps you like run on the wall longer and like shit like that like it's it just goes and goes and goes and goes yeah, <laughs> there's there's deeper. so much to, there's so much to learn in those games and um i knew i had beaten i had beaten monster hunter world and pc and then i went to ps4 because my friends were there so i went there and beat it again and i remember raiding with my friends who were doing like the like the highest level end game monsters and uh i remember walking into the monster it was a cave and they my friends are like okay take him over to the left and i'm like why are we i'm shooting a bow and arrow and they're like we're going to the left (laughs) why and then someone shoots up shoots their sling rock at the ceiling it hits a stalactite that comes down and Oh, nice. And, hit, and, and I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, you just have to know which ones. There's only yeah, specific you, ones throughout the map. I'm like, that sounds what? right. Yeah. They're like, they're like in every map. I'm like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, they're all over the place. You said, like, so I, I think that you have to just kind of, you have to find the hidden intricacies. There's all these different. And there is somebody I follow on YouTube called uh, Arax. Arax. I've watched them too. Yeah, they get a lot. Of, they get a lot of good videos. Also, also Gaijin Hunter, which I talked about last week, I think. But mm-hmm. Gaijin Hunter does. He's been making how to uh, Monster Hunter how to videos for a long time. He's uh, he was on Eight Four Play. That's how I heard about him. Was that the one you posted on the Slack? I think the one that I posted on the Slack that that talked about the the best things to or like how to use a longsword. I think that was Arex was was that video. I watched that. That was really helpful. Yeah, I like that. I like him because of that. That he's like he's breaking down the meta. He's like, well, you can do the two percent damage, three percent. Like it's really yeah. just like, oh, this is an increase here. He really does the math on it. He's been doing that since for a while. So I really like him. I'm waiting for him to start giving me the. Uh, heavy bowgun. Uh, I'm waiting for that one to post. So I'm like, oh, come on, give me the heavy bowgun. I want to learn anything I'm missing. Yeah. So, so you're heavy bowgun. I'm I'm light bowgun is what I've been using, and I feel like a, you know I feel weird. I guess because I'm not doing I'm not doing the sword stuff. I'm not learning about I'm the. Doing- Anim- I'm doing the, the long sword. Is that's pretty much the like default weapon, right? Uh, it's. I mean, you like the long sword if you like anime. Well, it's also <laughs> yeah. kind of like it's. Like, I like to play. It's like I the like S tier, right? Too. As people call it, like it's the one that's. Like I beat the game, like I beat the, got the credits, and they gave me a better sword. I'm like, I don't use I like the sword. Run up you know, on, it's like I like yeah. to run up on the monsters and be like, like fight in close quarters. That's the way I prefer to do it. So I like the sword. Yeah, um, I'm the the one I I used to I really liked is the 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 charge blade uh, because that the, I I did that for world because they said like this is the most complicated weapon. And I was like, well, that's mine because I want to figure that out. That's the one you want to yeah. Jump it's into. a sword and, sword and shield, and the way it would work is that if you do enough damage with just the the sword, it would get charges. You would put it in your shield, and it would cock it like a shotgun. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
and that would put a charge in your shield. You do it again to get enough damage. You try to cock it like a shotgun again, it'll charge up the sword. You could then combine them into an axe and you would do a shock wave across the ground. But it's like, you have to know, yeah, yeah. like they don't, they don't teach you that it's all hidden in the like UI that, okay, you're sure you're, why is my shield colored pink at the little top corner? It's like, Oh, and they have that in this one too. So if you want to learn the charge blade, you should watch the RX video and figure out how to do all the complicated stuff to leave shock waves across the ground. It's very cool, but it's I feel like, like I'm so li- far into the game. I'd feel weird abandoning the, the sword. Oh, I just mean like, I just mean there's so many different intricacies with yeah. each move and character and and like the weapons and the how you figure it out it's just it's very very cool and the way they look i mean come on the art and the way those swords look and there's oh. hundreds of well and even like all of the weapons have like hundreds of different types and it's just like uh yeah it's uh, what i figured is uh I'm, I'm gonna go as far as i can like with the light bow gun like mm-hmm. you know try to clear all the missions and then if i'm at the end and i'm not completely bored with the game i'll try a different weapon like that's that's what i figured mm-hmm. and if you do that you yeah. could spend like thousands of hours in the game, like it would, because there's 14 weapons. Like if you wanted to do it that way, you'd fucking be fucking playing the game forever. No, you know? and, 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 <laughs> and again, you're go- yeah. their their content is very very like they 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 boost the content. They give you bonus missions. So like they they in the crossovers. You can in in Monster Hunter World, you could dress up as Dante from Devil May Cry, be yeah. Ryu from Street Fighter. Yeah. You ha- you fight. Uh, you uh, the behemoth from final fantasy 14 or any of the final fantasies really like they just keep throwing the last one they just have the witcher like he Geralt comes in and he's like hey what's up and they're like <laughs> yeah. what, what are you doing here he's like i'm i got here from a portal i don't know like, I, I don't know how i got here i'm here what's up guys <laughs> let's go let's go fucking fight some people yeah and then they bring in the, like again the monsters from all that stuff so you like they just keep adding end game end game end game so i think that You'll really so like. You might get some goal. cyberpunk content eventually. Fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, there's already there's actually already been a crossover. There's a there's Monster Hunter stuff in uh, Ninjala, so there is a that's like the the first crossovers Ninjala and, and Monster Hunter. So so th- there are Monster Hunter Rise outfits in Ninjala. So nothing yeah. in the actual Monster Hunter, but they did say that there's obviously gonna be added stuff later. I don't remember if we talked about this last week or not, but it, the, the end game of this game like isn't really there yet, but they are going to bring it later. It is going to happen. So that's what I mean. Like, they're just going to keep adding to more, it more. Yeah. And, and at one point they just added raids. You'd get a team of five and you would go through different phases of fighting the same monster, but it would be like, Oh, now he's in this cavern and now he is enraged or now he's in this cavern and he's just running away and you have mm-hmm. to chase him. And so they, they add like a lot of different techniques and moves and, and again, those weapons. It, in the last game, they had a a big uh, what is it the 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 large the broadsword the big uh, what is it the great sword the great sword they yeah. had one that just had an engine on the top. So when you would the more damage you would do, it would just the engine would just start firing like like just jets out of it. And <laughs> so it's uh, they just they do great stuff. They do really great uh, weapon design. Yeah, their weapons are they're, they're all over the place because it's like. You know, there's like the normal, somewhat normal looking guns, and then all of a sudden there's like one that's like a shot, that's like a medicine shot, like the, on the on the gun side, or there's like a giant fish, or there's like a dog. One of them's a dog that you carry with like feet, like and, and it's a uh, yeah. yeah, it's there's like the there's like the regular ones, but then there's the ones that are just like why is that there? That's so dumb looking, but it's but it's funny, I guess, to carry. So y'all see that movie, the Monster Hunter movie? No, <laughs> you want? <laughs> I, I, I have no, I have no desire to see that movie whatsoever. I mean, it looks like trash, but I'm sure it's trash. 
Have you seen it? I I did. I did. It uh it wasn't great. It was you know, it it's the guy who did Resident Evil, so I mean, yeah, Resident I mean, Evil style movie. Yeah. I don't like those movies either. Actually, you know what? I didn't really see any of them, but I didn't want to. So, it's fine. They do like they they even like go no as far to, to say like Oh, they give her the double blades and she's like, okay. And he's like showing her moves. It's like a montage of them training. And then mm-hmm. she puts them together and they start charging up. She's like, what was that? And he goes, oh, you just put them together and it charges. The demon, whatever. Yeah. yeah are are like, there, are there Palicos in it in the movie? There's one and he makes a pass at, at what's her name? How uh, weird. Mia, 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 Mia Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. He makes a pass at her and it makes me uncomfortable. She's like, I'm the fifth element. <laughs> gave her, he gave her like a wink and like a kissy face. And I was like, ew. Come on. What do the Palicos look like? Do they look like the fucking cat people from the cat movie? Oh, it, no. Or this is cats? all CGI. <laughs> like all the weird, uh, yeah. Looks like yeah, I mean, yeah, but cats, cats was all bad CGI too, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Was it, then, was it uh, like, I don't know. I didn't see it. Ron Perlman's the chief. Like yeah. He's the chief Monster Hunter guy. Um, I Monster Hunter's good, guys. That movie wasn't great, but the... Monster Hunter I don't think great. anybody saw the movie, so don't, so don't worry. I mean, I didn't even know. I thought the movie was still like being made. I didn't realize it was out. No, it yeah. was it was released, and now you can get it cheaply. Yeah, I it was think, a couple from, months ago. I think it's on Red, it's at Redbox. It's at Redbox. You can you can rent it from a from a Amazon for probably like five bucks or something. I don't ever want to see it, so I don't care. But I know it's a, I know it's available like on demand, digitally, whatever. You can you can rent it. You can torture yourself if you want to. Yeah. For for however long, hopefully there's a Rathalos in there somewhere. I'm sure something yes. sort of looks like it. I don't know. Yes, yes. There's a Rath. There's only like there's like a bunch of small enemies, and then like three, two or three monsters only. Yeah, like big ones. Weird. So, what 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 made you pick the heavy gun? Uh it was. Uh, I remember being in 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 a previous Monster Hunter with a group, and just what looked it seemed like a minigun, just someone just going and yeah, that seems pretty cool and so that's like the only second for a, only for a little bit though you, you don't you don't get as much uh ammo yeah. as you well there's even a, there's a mini game in the rampage mode where you do get like 100 bullets but the uh but yeah from what i can tell from what i played of the heavy gun it's limited you only get like maybe 20 shots and then it has to recharge yes yes you and you again. can you if it's like more than halfway you can do it again mm-hmm. like just not all of them but it's I, I think it's still a pretty fun ability and then um the wire bugs, you just lock yourself into place. And if you take a hit, you do a, a, a special extra like shot, like a very powerful shot that like kind of knocks you back in a very cool way. But with the wire bugs, when you you put yourself down, you tank a hit, you it hits you and you just stand still. Oh, okay. Kinda, yeah. So that's cool. Cause I know like the, was it the, the joust guy like kind of does that too. Yeah. The like, joust guys, the, those, uh, the Lance, they, that's the, that's what everyone's talking about is like that one. You're just squaring off of the monster. Yeah, You like, can just take hits. That's why I thought about maybe trying that one. Cause you don't have to dodge. You yeah. just kind of stand there and just take it. Or you just block and dish it back. Or I don't know. The, the reason that I, that I stuck with the, with the light bow gun is because of like, like you're saying, like, I like, I like like machine guns and in first person shooters and stuff like that. And 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 a lot of it depends on which one you get, but you do get ones that will shoot really quickly. And mm-hmm. I have a what is it? I, I put it on here just so I because this is the one I've actually been hunting down because it's supposed to be the best weapon. Uh, well, one of the best weapons. The one after that I actually haven't unlocked yet, but the Hidden Eye Two is the one that has uh, it has like repeating pierce damage, so you can really you can really actually lay a lot of hits in there. And plus, it gives you a higher affinity. So like I'm at I'm at like fifty percent affinity. So like every other hit is a critical hit, 
And if you get if you get the one the weapon that's better than that, you can actually get that with a mixture of armor. You can actually make it to a hundred percent affinity. So you're always hitting with the uh, with critical attacks and all that stuff. So wow, I've gotten that deep into it. <laughs> I've been uh, stu- <laughs> studying it, but I, but I got to the point where I kind of understand it. Where I'm like. I'm like, all right, so I see that now I can get the hidden eye too, but it doesn't show what anything's in it. And I'm like, well, it's it's like, well, it's from this monster. I'm like, okay, so I go and fight that monster, and I have to get the high rank items from it. And then I'm like, okay, well, now you can make it. So I kind of start to figure out like how to chase. Like I actually fought a whole bunch of Barris because I was trying to get the Barath armor, you know, and I basically played that mission like probably like 10 times just to just to keep getting the shit. And I was playing. You start making like shopping yeah. lists. Yeah, yeah. Were you just doing the expedition mission where you could just go freely into a level and? No, I actually, har- actually harvest? didn't. The only expedition ones I do is where I have to carry those giant fucking eggs, which I hate carrying. Yeah. We have to take all those those all the way back. I to go the there for the uh, side missions to get my armor spheres because I'll just be like, "Well, where's the best level to go to get f- all these gold?" Oh, I just, I just have those. Just happen while I'm doing the regular missions, and that, that's kind of how I do it because almost. Almost every time I finish a mission, I get at least one of those side missions, and then I, and then I'll like start them again, and then do it, you know. And then I'll just kind of just let them happen as they go, instead of just going directly for them. I try to, I try my best to try to do at least four out of the five each level now. Yeah, if I can, so okay. I try to plan accordingly. Yeah, I kind of just let it happen, and it, and I and I always have. I, I seem to. I mean, I've. I've acquired a lot of armor spheres now where I can pretty much level anything up if I have enough money. That's another thing is most of the time I'm out of money. The current, the currency becomes like the big deal yeah. where you start like, Oh yeah, I'm super powerful, but I just don't have enough money to like, so does that happen in late game? Cause I have a lot of money yeah. now. Like, well, yeah, actually, late game, yeah. too much money right now. What happened to me is uh, yeah, I had like, I had a bunch of money and then I started using it to buy new armor and upgrade because it gets to like where you're like 30,000, like, you know, mm-hmm. Type or thirty thousand, forty thousand, whatever for for like one piece of armor, but I realized that I had like three hundred monster bones, and I just started like selling my bones and yeah, you know, and I made money because what when it's, I haven't sold I, I haven't sold any of my it's stuff. like when I have like two hundred bones, I can sell like sixty of them and still make like five thousand. So I mean, I was I was doing stuff like that, you know, like anything I have over a hundred, I'll sell like a third of it. No, I, I no, there is um, if you organize, you should always organize your your box and oh, um, yep. There, if you go, all I have an auto sort. The, yeah, yeah. If if you go all the way to the end, have you also used the auto refill your items? Do you use that? Yeah, I thought that I thought that only did it while you're on the mission, though, right? I thought auto no, done auto craft. I haven't done auto refill. No, auto refill will just refill whatever you have in your in your pot in your backpack from the box. And I do that every time I get out of a mission. I just like okay, auto refill just so I have like all my well, potions. Well, I also just tops I, off everything. That's I do it where I mean, where you go in there and you press X, right, and it auto fills yeah. everything. The, yeah. the problem with that, though, is if you completely run out of something, it won't refill it. You have to actually put it in. So, yeah, I've yeah. been doing that every mission because I because I use guns, so I have to re- refill my ammo every time. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, if you go and sort your box, at the very end, uh, if you have them, there are items that are just sellable. That's all it is. It's the only good use is just to sell it. Really? So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So for, you should, well, how do you know? Does, does it is it labeled as such? Well, it's I think the it, um. I forget. It'll when you get it, it'll it'll say like, oh, this will fetch some money. The the eggs for sure, the steel and yeah. the golden eggs. But also, they say that for some of the plates. But some plates you actually need for armor. So don't sell hmm. your plates. I already okay. sold some plates that I actually ended up needing for armor. So I was kind of pissed that I sold it. Yeah, but I've it been was, paranoid to yeah. sell out anything, even like all the ammo and stuff I have, because I'm like, 
I don't know if I'm going to need it. I should just probably. Well, ammo is like five zenny per bullet or something like that. That was the other thing. It was really cheap. So unless I run out of storage space, I have no reason to get rid of it. There's no, as far as I know, there's no like specific like God ammo or something that you only get from like one place. Not yet, I guess. No, I guess, I, guess really there's, I mean, there's some that are harder to get. Like you can't, I don't think you can buy like dragon ammo and stuff like that. You might only have to graft it, but I'm not really to that point of really using it. Mostly all I use is pierce ammo. So it depends on what you use for your gun. And, and, and I'm still in the same way. They, they say like sell everything you don't, you know, you don't need for like ammo, but I, I haven't sold any of the, whatever they sell, the covering that you use for the arrows. Like I haven't sold any of that stuff. Oh, the Even, coatings? Yeah, yeah, though you don't. No, that's only for the arrows. They yeah, just it's kinda, only for bow, but I don't. I don't use it. But yeah, so it's it's more about just the fact that like there, just look through your inventory and maybe like do a couple like Google searches because there there that was a big surprise to me was that like oh I just had all this armor and gear and I just could have sold it. Oh, okay, so yeah. So I mean, I I I haven't really sold that much, but basically I just look at like I'm like, what do I have a shit ton of? I'm like, okay, I got like 300 earth ores. Well, I can sell some of those, you know, because I'm obviously not using them for anything if I have over 300 of them. So that's that's basically what I've been doing. Yeah. Was was there like anything that you've been stuck on, Jeremy? That you need like a that you wanted to? I mean, I kind of said at the top of the show, but Magnum Al, I've played him like four times now and oh wow. the closest yeah. i got i got to beating him right yeah uh-huh. magnum oh, wow. sucks well i had a really hard uh, time with him the first time around well i uh got to where he was on the ropes he had the like the icon underneath him and he was limping around and i thought i, I thought for sure i was gonna beat him and i didn't and then i was like well i just need to get more of those potions so i was using uh what was it, like demon drug or something like that yep demon drug and yeah. and it was great that's why I did so well, is because I was using demon drug. Well, yeah. I used all my demon drug, so now I need to uh, go and get more. Uh, it was like they have to make some more kind of mighty seed, or I can't remember what it is. That's made <laughs> armor skin, or yeah, oh yeah, no, my, I think it's called mighty seed. Yeah, it's the one that I can't remember. Like it's one seed. of the critical ingredients that I'm lacking to make more of that. But I was spamming that, like I just kept like doing it. But then I started flashing him too, and that helps. Like. Uh, so like between the flashing and that, I, I got him on the ropes one other time, but not like just barely. And then he killed me again. So Fla- yeah, you wanna you wanna flash if you can make those like flash bombs or anything like that, that really that gets him on the ropes really well. There are a lot and again, I haven't even fought this monster, so I'm just going off of like generalities. Yeah. He gets um, real. He gets real zoomy, and that's when he starts getting really hard. Like yeah, he, he does. He does some really dumb moves where he like jumps at you and lands on you and will like kill you in uh, one hit. And that's, that's the thing. Like yeah. if he gets if he lands a good hit on you at the beginning of the battle, you're you're done for. He'll he'll level you the first time because he'll just keep. Are you, you? Do you use all your armor spheres? Oh yeah, I've used, I've been definitely. I've got I've yeah. got everything I currently have other than my greaves are. Uh, at their okay. f- highest level, they can be. Well, once, once, well, highest level you can, they can be right now. Because once you right. get, once you get to high rank, you get a whole new version of everything, as an S version. So well, I mean, er- I hope so. I so, want, I want to get to that. So I have to be. Yeah, because uh, like everything, everything pretty much starts over again. When yeah. you actually, you don't even really need to beat him to get to to get to high rank. You have to get to. You have to do hub missions. Well, I guess you. Well, I guess you wouldn't have to beat him. But That's you, the thing. I haven't yeah. been doing hub missions. I've been yeah. solely doing the village missions. Really, like yeah. I'm up to the second tier of the hub missions. So I've done some of those. But uh, I've just been focusing on the the, the village ones because that's the, what I started doing, and I just got hooked on. Yeah, that, that's the, the stars. That's the tutorial mode, as I call it. As, as I said that before, I think. But yeah, the, the village missions are, are the easy stuff, and then the hub missions are the 
or that's what's teaching me how to play. Game. So I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, happy to do it. Also, sure. can I suggest? Um, I don't know if the mechanics the same, but uh, shooting a flare, asking, trying to get people online to come help you because I did. That's that's one. That's how I spent my time with Monster Hunter. Was I only I, played? Yeah, I only played multiplayer once with Trey. So yeah, you can cool. only. Well, you can't. You can't have multiplayer on the village quests. So I couldn't. I couldn't come in and fight Magnamalo with him. Well, I don't want that. that. I want to beat it myself, but I am into like doing some more hub missions, and I know that's. I don't know for whatever reason I didn't really understand the difference. I thought they were just they're harder paths to the to the end game. They're harder. The hub missions are. Well, I know that because the the guys I fought have taken a lot longer. Once I've refought the same monsters, they've taken like twice as long to beat. There's also a lot like I just I just got to my first level seven hub level. And I think that's the final. Well, there's seven, and then I kind of cheated and looked online. There's more after that that are even harder that are called a different thing. But just for spoiler sakes, I won't say it. But but yeah, I, I made it. To, I made it to level seven. And once you once you get to high rank, you you really need to automatically buy high rank armor. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you'll get killed pretty quickly. Because yeah. what was it? The I think the first level six mission that I did against the Mitsutsune or whatever it is. I basically tried to do, I, you know, I've been doing like the, whatever, it's a join request where people like come and help you. And I had a bunch of people help me and they got hit once and died. And then they all quit. <laughs> they all left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they all like quit. And it was just me by myself. And it was hilarious. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this one's too hard. Cause everybody just, just fucked off and left me here. So I'm like, all right. But but what what I just recently figured out is you make like no money if you play with other people online. So I've just been doing the it hub. Split. I've been doing the hub by myself. Like I feel actually pretty awesome because I've been doing solo hub stuff without any. So I was doing solo he- level six by myself and destroying monsters, and I was like, yeah, I feel fucking badass in this game because I don't even need anybody. I don't even need you guys. I could fuck this guy up on my own. So I mean, yeah, I, I I just I like yeah. the the online just because you get like you get more of the parts, so you get more of the sure. monster, and then um, also if you just want to, if you're whatever level you're at, you just kind of want to feel good, you can go and just like jump into someone else that's asking for help, and sure. that's kind of also where like oh yeah, I've, I've got an hour and I don't want to go through a mission that of my own, so I would just go into a random person's match, show up and be like oh it's me and four other dudes, okay mm-hmm. we're just gonna go. Fuck up this monster. Let's go. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. another another problem I was having with the multiplayer, though, is that when I was trying to do that Barath uh, mission over and over again, people kept dying. If, like, if like they no, die, yeah. then I then I fail, even though I didn't die at all. So that's really annoying. So I'm like, all right, fuck you guys. I'm going to do it on my own, because you keep fucking dying, and you keep making me fail the mission, even though I'm not dying. So I was like... That's so, that's a that is a real threat. That that's is where I was kind of like threat. fuck. I was like fuck you guys. I'm gonna do something. Well, I need to. We need to squat yeah. up more, Trey. We gotta yeah. do that again. Now that I well, last understand time, it a little better. Yeah, last time I played, we tried to do like a really hard rampage mission and just both got killed. So I mean, yeah, yeah. In those rampage missions, I still don't really like them that much. But I guess I hate them less than I did. before. I mean, I, I don't think I would have still be playing the game if we wouldn't have done. I mean, I probably would have tried at least, but. I think I learned a lot playing that with you last week, and uh, as a result, like I think if I played with you again, I'd probably learn more. Yeah, or we'd be able to share info because I don't know. I haven't really even dug into the multiplayer stuff that much, and I still think this is one of my favorite games, and at least in recent memory. Yeah, there's there's still like there's so there's so much to do, and you'll just mm-hmm. it'll just be like one dumb thing, like the you know like the, like the like the health thing. I'm like I'm like why is my because I changed my whatever talisman or whatever I had to make my to make my health go all the way up to a hundred, 
And I'm like, why is my, I'm like, why is my health not there? And then I realized that you have to collect these fucking birds. Like there's no way for it to just automatically be all the way up unless it's something I get later. That was a complaint of a lot of people. um, Yeah. They didn't like searching it at the beginning of every mission. Yeah, Which I understand, because, but because yeah. before it was just a potion for the for your health, and then it was the meat for your stamina. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people are like, "Oh, these birds, these dumb birds." And yeah. then there's a dango to get the birds to like to come to you. Yeah, you. I I just unlocked yes. that too. Yeah, no, oh, because okay. there's different missions where you can unlock more dangos. My favorite mm-hmm. dango to use is the weakener, where it makes everything possibly easier. I don't know if you have the the dango weakener I don't have yet, the but weakener. yeah, I use that for everything. I don't know if will, it actually works or not, but I am able to kill the guys, so I don't know. I will say that the um, the dango cooking animation uh, is not as entertaining as <laughs> World, because World, there's like four of them, and they are intense and active and a whole production. Uh, it's a whole to-do. I like the I cooking would... animations. I think they're pretty... I mean, there's two of them, but I mean, I, I uh, skip them. I don't watch them anymore, but I mean... Yeah, they got I would, them pretty quick. I would recommend uh, YouTubing just the Monster Hunter World cooking animations. Uh top notch top notch just fun and you watch your guy and he's eating like again it's dangos but before it was a full meal it's sure it's jambalaya and giant ham you know ham shanks <laughs> and like a full wedge of cheese the size of his head and he's eating it all it's just like it's and you watch it all get cooked it was yeah. it's brilliant, it's, it's brilliant. I've, I've actually been i've been listening to podcasts a lot because as much as I love the music of this game, that fucking town song like has gotten mm-hmm. to the point where it annoys me now. Yeah, because oh, every uh, Shauna like told me that the song was annoying her, and I like turned it down the other. Day. Well, it just it. Like... I think it's a. I think it's a good song. It just gets stuck in your head, and it's stuck in your head forever, and it, it will never. It, it'll never leave. It's the automatic, automatically uh, earworm, and that's a. Uh, and I, I think it's a great song. I just, I just don't want to. I just don't want to think about it because it's no, just well, pon- I mean... constantly on there. You know. Trey, you're a Monster Hunter person now. Yeah. Used to, it's like when you play Tony Hawk all the time and you hate the songs that are on there. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you played it too much. That's basically how it that's basically how I feel, you know. Even though the songs are awesome, you're just tired of them. And you'll put like Reggie and the Full Effect on and like I used to do when I was a kid and turn all the music off and just leave the sound effects up and listen to Reggie Full Effect instead. I used to do that in college, obviously. But yeah. I'm it just it just hit me. I'm like I I liked Reggie and the Full Effect, but there was one song that like got me that i was like this song is the best song ever and i'm like i can't remember it was on under the tray oh yeah that was the third one i think i mean there's a lot of it there was whatever it was like the fifth or sixth album they have one album that has like no joke songs in it whatsoever and it's fucking awesome it's the best album out of all of them it's really like, it's like where they it's got just, where they got serious and there's no like, like uh, a straight up synth pop album or whatever yeah there's there's no like there's there's no joke songs or or any sort of whatever and it's just i think it's uh what is it? A uh, last stop, crappy town. I think is that one. Is that one maybe? But it's either that one or songs to not get married to. But yeah, one of those is just that awesome. one was dark, wasn't it? Yeah, there's one where there's like no jokes in it, and it's just awesome. Like it's it's my favorite album out of all of them, and I think it just. Kills. I just love that they had yeah. greatest hits as their first album, and then promotional copy was their second album. Yeah, and they they always they had joke <laughs> ones, but there's one. I mean, they've all they've all had joke titles, but there was well, one that I was mean like under this, the tray. They uh the album the the CD case was empty yeah and it was hidden and, yeah <laughs> yeah you had to open the the bottom of it up and the yeah, CD yeah. was there and one of them was called promotional copy also yeah or maybe that was the second one whatever there was one effect, uh, what yeah. songs not to get married to yeah was one of them and yeah that's was there one just about food it was like mm, food oh, oh, that, no that was enough doom that was enough doom <laughs> uh, 
No, they had one about food, though. No, I like food. Food is good. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a different band. That's not originally the full effect. That's not originally the full effect. Okay. No, I thought that was. Uh, I, thought the, that the, food the, I thought that was the Descendants or something like that. No, they had F O O D, aka Aren't You Hungry? I believe yeah. that's a, that's the song. Is is O oh, is? But that's not the one. You're, that's not the one. I'm, uh, the I like food. Food is good. Is that's not them? You're right. Yeah, but that's but that's yeah, that's a different band. That's a different band. Doesn't doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> I, think we, I think we said enough. I think we said enough about Monster Hunter. But no, I, I mean it's definitely, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely got its hooked hooks into me. And I'm still going to play it until whatever. <laughs> Maybe play it for another 100 hours. Who knows? But I feel I like... Know. I mean, I, I definitely want to say that I would never have thought I was going to play a Monster Hunter game. Like, even a month ago, if you would have been like, you're going to really like the new Monster Hunter, you're going to get into it. Because 31 hours in a week, like, I don't need... I probably played Breath of the Wild that much, but I don't know if I've played anything else at that that level yeah i was gonna then. say i don't think i've played anything like that much that quickly since like animal crossing probably i since, guess animal crossing i didn't yeah. think about that since animal crossing or maybe that. like i don't know i played a lot of xenoblade chronicles one the remake when when that came out but because hades was the last game i really got like to where i just wanted to play it constantly every day and even then i wasn't playing it at this level but granted this is more exploratory so it there's just a lot more variation of what you can do in it I just I just like that like everything is always kind of a new thing to learn and always a new thing to kind of master. So and then when you do get that one hit, you know, get that I mean, because you're using longsword, just when you get that stab, jump in the air and slam down, you get the perfect, you're like, I did feels good. It, it all just feels good. You get a little dopamine rush. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna kill this guy. Well, yeah, like well, what you know, I do it where you shoot them and then they kind of like you know where parts of them break off and they kind of fall mm-hmm. down. And then you just like you just aim right at their head, and you're just like, and then it's just you just see all this damage flying off the head. I'm like, yes, I love the numbers too. Like, I guess some people take mm-hmm. that took that away, or, or you can turn it off. But I love the damage numbers, so I actually know yeah. like what I'm doing. Like, I'd I, I really keep enjoy doing. that. Yeah, because yeah. it also uh, makes it feel more like an RPG to me too. You know, where you see the the numbers fall off the the bad guys when you attack. This them. feels like I think it's an RPG. Yeah, action RPG. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't think it is because you don't level up. I feel like you have to level up in an RPG, and you don't really. Mm, okay. I also, I yeah, also know no you said it before, points. Trey. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying it at the beginning of when Breath of the Wild first was being like, kind of the systems were being shown. But man, so much from Breath of the Wild was. Oh yeah, they stole Monster everything Hunter. from Monster Hunter, and and you probably know now. Like, uh, and I was just thinking about it, like. There's no music until you're fighting a monster. Like they totally mm-hmm. stole that from from Monster Hunter. The cooking the cooking the 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 meat with the music like that's mm-hmm. that's stolen from there. Obviously, like getting monster parts and making all the making armor like that that's all stolen from Monster. And then the Hunter. Ar- some of the armor actually resembling like the yeah looking like the, the whatever enemies. whatever you caught yeah. So that um there is um there's uh two things I, I want to add before we move on. Um there are a lot of games that do kind of the Monster Hunter style. Uh, gameplay but uh so like there's um was it a demon isn't there one like called like demon hunter or something like that? it was on psp yeah. it's, it's on uh, switch it was on switch now too there's a, yeah, a god on, yeah. hunter god, god god eater i want to say god eater yeah, yeah, yeah no i, I, think that's I bought it. it and that series there's a couple of different ones but yeah though so if you do kind of like this is the fix i like this style of game where it's you kind of just go on a mission and you have one type one type of weapon that you pick, and that's going to be your weapon. 
those are like there are other kind of anime games like that. I think it's God Eater Three is the one that's on Switch. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. It's God Eater because I remember it coming I've seen out. A, there was a sale chart. Oh yeah, it's it's seventy five percent off now too. By the way, if anybody wants it for the next seven days, God Eater Three is fourteen ninety nine instead of sixty dollars. So that's actually kind of cool. I might, yeah, I might it, even get then, it for that. Uh, I don't know. It's just a little bit more anime, you know, with the style. Um, but the the la- second thing I want to say is that there's Monster a demo Hunter, too. Oh yeah. Uh, Monster right, yeah. Hunter Rise does better than Hunter in the fact that, oh, the monsters are on a rampage as opposed to Monster Hunter World is, I don't know, we kind of want to expand this village and get bigger. Those things are in our way. Oh, like, yeah. Go murder. Oh, yeah. For As far as like how you feel about killing the monsters, because this one's just like, well, it's it's killing villagers. It's it's going to mm-hmm. kill you if you don't kill it. You know, that's and the, and I feel like Generations was like that, too. There's like an opening story that's like, oh, yeah, no, they're killing people. That's why we're, that's why we're out killing them, you know? Cause yeah, and, and world is just straight up. This is the new world. We yeah. need to conquer. <laughs> Those yeah, things are in a way. Yeah. 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 And it's, it, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't really, I mean, it's in the title. Obviously, you're going to kill monsters. It's, you know, it's it's there in the in the title of the game. But yeah, it's like, take them apart and make these cool, fashionable uh, coats and stuff that, you know, that you walk around and be like, hey, look at me. I'm yeah. wearing a Magnum Allo, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, I would love to, I actually, I haven't gotten to Magnum Allo on, on the high rank yet, but I want to, I'm like, I want to fight you Magnum Allo because, because there's actually, once you get to a point on the village quest, you can do like these license quests as they call them that will help you like skip levels in the hub. So like, if you're on like level six in the village, you can do like a license quest that'll take you to like level three or you can do another one that'll take you to level four etc so you can skip all so you don't have to like start at the beginning on hub and whatever that first license quest that i did where it was like magnum Allo and two other monsters like i was having a hard time with it but the last time i did it i like killed all three of them without without feigning once without getting carded once so i was like i was like all right i feel i feel way tougher now <laughs> so you know it's just yeah, good, and you, and it's it's good they feeling start doing, yeah they start doing things where it's like oh here's a mission you have to fight three monsters like yeah. go find them all in the world and go, or like two of them and they're both super pissed. And you know, like you just, you, they, they find ways to keep the ramp going. Yeah. Even you hit credits and you're doing more, but they start like really kind of ramping it up to like, Oh, this, this is that monster, but now he's purple and he's super duper pissed. And it's like, <laughs> oh, when you get to level six, they have like a little blue icon that has a question on it. And mm. I guess that means that there may be possible, uh, intrusions from bigger monsters but i haven't really seen any yet like a uh, elder gods yeah. or whatever they call them Elder yeah monsters. that's kind of they, yeah. again they because you saw credits the game is not over there is a oh I, no i i, I saw I almost credits guarantee that, yeah. there's a second level of credits. oh no i haven't seen credits yet but i want to i saw no, credits. It's my goal to see credits by the time we recorded but i, I think there is a do. second set of credits is what i'm saying i was gonna I say i saw i saw credits in the first 10 hours and now i'm 70 hours in so yeah. it, you basically you'll once you beat magnum Allo, you'll have credits jeremy is yeah. what is what happens, but then it, that, but but that I but well, you did it in ten hours and it's taken me thirty. Damn. Well, I mean, I didn't I didn't go and do all the side quests through the uh, whatever. I mean, you know, we all do. Yeah, it I've been doing every ways. side quest like in order, like knocking them all off, and then I'll go to the next. Well, one they never, go. but they never go away ever. So I mean, that's why I just I know, but do I'm them as you're doing the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you play you play how you want to play. And sure, I like yeah. seeing that big check mark next to the yeah. Oh, and and you're you're checking the tree in the buddy area, right, Jeremy? You got to do that because you'll get check the tree in the buddy area. There's a tree that you can climb up that has the cohoots on top of it. Mm-hmm. 
If oh no, I've been doing that. You you'll get well if you go there. Well, if you go there after this, you'll find like six items there because you get a new item there after every mission that you do. So you have to constantly do that like every five missions. But that's where you get like steel eggs and like those special acorns and shit that you can oh. use on the side things. And of course, like always, have stuff people doing mousenaries like. You know, unlock I don't this, understand yeah. the mousenaries that I can't wrap my head around that. Like you just send I've got out. the two, I've got the two, <laughs> I've got the one palamute and the one, uh, you got to hire more. You got to pay Palico. to get more on your, on your, I team. don't know how I can't figure out where to do talk that to the guy, it. talk to the guy in the buddy area. The, the one, the dude, the only human there, I guess, aside from the Argosy lady. Oh, I thought the cat was the one that I was supposed to. And then I've gone to like, there's like a buddy board. I couldn't figure it out there. There's, there's a guy like right by the door that has a cat by him. You have to, you have to hire ones through him. And then you basically send out, send out cats or palicos and they're looking for stuff while you're out doing missions. So you're getting more items. That's basically how it works. And you get just more crafting items and more. They do that in, um, they do it in Pokemon. and uh, Yeah. It's in, I had it. It was in Sword and Shield, and it was also, and it's also in Xenoblade Chronicles too, where you can send out your blades to do stuff, and then they'll level up and, and all that stuff. So that's basically well, there's a, yeah. there's something I gotta try. Yeah, I need to go up to the because that that's really important. Tree. You want you want to set that go. in you want to set that in motion every time because and and it'll get to the point where they can do high rank stuff also, and there'll be sparkling things that have like rare items there, and that's where you can get extra stuff like to help you build stuff and, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of extra stuff to do. So every time you do a mission, you go back and you check this and you try to get new armor, upgrade your armor, whatever. It's, it reminds me, so yeah, it reminds me a lot of Splatoon where you're like, you know, you go play some matches, you gain some levels, you go buy some new weapons, mm-hmm. you go back, play some more matches, you know, gain some levels, get some more weapons. It's like kind of has the same like gameplay loop that Splatoon 2 does. So it reminds me of that minus like the, you know, fighting against people, but it's still kind of the same thing. But yeah, no, it's been, uh, that's basically what I've been doing. But it feels good. It feels good to be to, to to get higher on that, and you know, and you'll feel like you're really, really strong. And then all, and then you'll run into a monster, and they'll kill you in one hit. And you're like, wait a second, okay, now mm-hmm. I got to go do something else. So it's like you know, the depth like never ends. So I wonder if I'll be into every Monster Hunter from here on out, though, like because I like this one so much. If they keep building on what makes it better each time, yeah. I can I can only imagine it'd be much easier to do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, I, I mean, I still recommend World to anybody because it's just the the things that they've done to the out of that one. Because going from four to World is just it's just a huge leap. So it's just yeah. Because I, I get I played them all, and the those first first two are just hard to get through, like yeah. hard to get into. But you know, three and four started making it better animated, and then now you got more quality of life stuff to make it easier for people to like actually learn the systems and not feel like it's a huge pain in the ass. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it still has like a super high incline to, to get into stuff, you know? Yeah. But like, I mean, again, it's smaller than it's ever been. You have to, which, you have to want to tell you something. Like, it's not like you have to want to play the game. Like it's hard for you to just jump in there and be like, Oh yeah, no, you, you, you have to want to learn more stuff. And it's, and they're so bad about it because in the beginning of this game, they throw like a hundred tutorials at you. They're all like written in paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't understand any of this shit. And then you do like one tutorial mission where you like walk down a hill and that's like that. And then, and then it's like, make a steak for this guy. It's like, I don't know how we'll make one. You know, I only knew how to do it because I did it in previous monster hunters, but it's like, and I just gave him one. I got yeah. for free from the, yeah, you the, got it from the Capcom thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Even though I posted a video of me cooking a steak on Twitter. So anybody wants to know the timing, I've literally never it. cooked a steak in that game. 
it'll it, the, those well done steaks will fill up all your uh, all, all, all of your stamina at once. So that's that's why that's why you want them. Oh, well, it'll it'll extend it. Yeah, it make it the full amount. Cool. All right. Well, uh, let's see what else you have on here. What the dub? Have you been playing that game? I actually thought about yeah playing it. It's a very similar jack, kind of Jackboxy game. Yeah, you play with uh, your phone, you, right? Yep. You give them a room code, and then they will take free use, you know, public domain video clips. They have like 300 video clips. And then they will have like a line that will start it being like, Hey, come with me. And then you all type in what you want. And then it does kind of the worst hilarious Microsoft Sam, just generic computer voice reading. And it, of course it doesn't even read it that well. You know, you still have to like, Oh yeah. It didn't even mispronounce that word entirely, but it makes it funny enough that, you know, it'll play the scene. Here's this person's line. Here's the scene. Here's this person's line. And it, it's, it's very fun. It's a fun party game. Does oh. it show the subtitle still? So like where you're kind of like, you can yeah. disconnect between the vocals and the. Yeah. I was wondering how well it was. Cause it reads whatever you type. So it's gotta be yeah. kind of like what, like animal crossing. He's sort of like through that, you know, where it's a, you know, like computer talking yeah. and, and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's very fun. It's a very like, you know, easy to like, if you don't know, you know, you have friends that don't play a computer game or play any games really, but you're like, Oh, you have a phone. Let's, you know, play this thing on the TV. And uh, you know, we, I have an Elgato, so I just hook it up to my computer and then I stream it to discord. And now all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, we're all playing this game. Yeah. We, so, do the um, same. Yeah, we do the same thing on zoom. Well, Jeremy does. Yeah. So it's just kind of, it's a, it's a good, it's a cheap, it's a cheap game. That's just fun party and all fair use night of the living dead. They have a night of the living dead clip, a couple clips in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was wondering how much uh, old school horror stuff would be in there. Yeah. And I think it's on sale still. I think it's on sale for like the next week and it's like $7, but it's on sale for like like $5. Yeah. It's on switch. And I, and I wanted, I was, I was thinking about getting it just to have some more fodder for, uh, you know, for Jackbox nights, like nights, just have a different because yeah. it, you know, it's same where you can we play wherever. We just basically wherever. play TKO. It seems. Yeah, <laughs> TKO is great though. Yeah, it's like the best one. There's a good rap one too, where you're the rapping robot. Yeah, that, that's in the, that that's one. in the sixth one. I want to yeah. try that again with my new tablet because I would always fuck that one up because I'm so bad at typing shit on my phone because <laughs> my fingers are too big for the for the buttons or whatever. I <laughs> always accidentally hit enter instead of space, and I would always fuck up the line. I hated that game so much. Because I could never, because I would always get an idea and get excited about it, and I'd always fuck it up. So, so it would not, it would never be exactly what I wanted to type. So, but I want to try it again because now I got a, I got a bigger like Amazon tablet, so maybe I can get it to work on that. But I don't know. Uh, so, what the dub? Uh, a ba- Bamarang? Have you guys heard of Bamarang? I saw it oh. somewhere, but I don't know what it is. It's. Um, did you ever play? Uh, it's the two guys that are sword fighting, and they're like very pixelated. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called, but I but I know what you're talking about. Uh, Nidhog, Nidhog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it's it's pixelated characters in a flat plane camera down, and you're just throwing boomerangs to kill each other. It's, oh, okay. It's, it's very silly. It's a party game. Uh, it, it it's just that the the boomerangs have real wild trajectories that you have to like pay attention to, and you're in a you're in a very like smaller space, so you're just watching the boomerang, being like, oh god, I have to adjust, I have to move, and when you move the boomerang's trajectory kind of moves because it's always going to try to catch back to you. So you kind of throw it and then move yourself. So the trajectory kind of changes. It's real wild and silly. That's a fun one. It's coming out uh, the 30th. So that's oh, okay. one to look out for. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it's on its way on switch. And is it already on steam or uh, it is on steam? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, one I... I, that one I'm in the process of reviewing. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you know, if you ever want to talk more about review stuff on here, you know, that's a, 
that's why you know you can always come back and talk to us and oh, try yeah. not to talk as long about monster hunter but it's i feel like it's going to be like animal crossing where we talk about it like every week for however long just because i'm okay with that i guess because it's because it's that mm-hmm. uh and then uh my pick of the week have you guys played rogue heroes i've heard of it oh it's um it's a rogue like or light whatever that you know whatever the term but it's it's it plays like you know Legend of Zelda, um, you know the top down ones where uh, you're a character you have a you have a little role, you have a sword, or you get multiple different weapons. There's also classes. You can be a bomber who who throws bombs, or you know just has a ton of them. And uh, you know they want you to go and go go to this dungeon, and you go to the dungeon, and every time you go there, the map is completely uh, procedurally generated. Uh, the items to get to the boss is procedurally generated before you find the keys, hidden hidden rooms, hidden paths, and uh, it's just a it's a fun game. It's a really fun game uh, that that looks and gives you that kind of feel of uh, you know a link to the pa- a link to the past for sure. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It has a demo on Switch. You can try it. 1999. It came out in February of this year, so it's so it's fairly fairly recent. But yeah, yeah. Rogue a- Heroes: Ruins of Tet. Of Tassos, mm-hmm. yeah, and it looks like yeah, it looks like a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, and it totally looks. Actually, I think I saw some footage of this because it reminded me of. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot like a Link to the Past. Yeah, and then you, it, it's you know, it's four player, so mm-hmm. you can just play with your friends. The leveling, uh, the leveling up kind of skills also, uh, it sticks with the you know whoever's main game it is. Oh, okay. but you know, once you beat a dungeon, you you know, the, it's a progression of dungeons that you can beat in different orders, and uh, again all randomized, all procedurally generated, the weapons, the gear, the abilities you get, it's all pretty randomized and feels it feels fun to explore and then be like, okay, well, I'm going to try again and walk into the uh, the dungeon again. It's a completely different thing. It looks it looks fun. Is it? Did you ever play uh, Zelda Four Swords Adventures? Is it anything like that? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Except yeah. for, again, just make it all procedurally generated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. that, that game was fun and I wanted to... It's not the it's not the cheapest game to get. I wanted to get it and play it and play it with my wife, but I th- I have to get GameCube extenders also because because uh, you get to play with you know with the Game Boy with the so we would have to get extra long cables to play it on the TV. But I want to try to do it at some point because I had a lot of fun with that game and I sold it for whatever reason when I was young. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want a cheaper money. alternative for the time being, Rogue Heroes is yeah, available. I'm definitely going to try out the demo for it because it's because it yeah. has that and it looks super cool. Yeah. Well, I think I think what we have left uh, is like not a whole lot. So why don't we just I say like we could just try to get through it here, and then we'll take a break, and then talk about the indie direct if that's if that's cool, with yep. everybody. Because mm-hmm. uh, the only thing I have uh, it's on Jeremy's list as well. There's a bunch of things that I bought that were on sale, but I haven't played any of them yet because I've only been playing. Actually, I did play one of them, but because I've mostly been playing Monster Hunter. But I bought a. Was that I bought Mortal Kombat Aftermath because it was on sale for fourteen dollars or fifteen dollars from forty. So just because there's a Mortal Kombat movie come out, I'm kind of like preparing it because I know that I'm gonna want to play Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. when it comes out. So I went ahead and bought the Aftermath that has like more story modes and three new characters and all that stuff. And it changed my Mortal Kombat icon into Mortal Kombat Ultimate now, so that's pretty cool. It changes it. But I haven't played it yet, but I'm waiting waiting for when the games when after the movie's out, I'll be all into Mortal Kombat and I'll have that ready to go. So I got that, but also I bought the Sega Genesis Classics game finally nice. for fourteen ninety nine. So I was now like the third. Yeah. I was the third person who didn't have it yet, but I was tired of seeing it on on sale. And you know, originally I was waiting because I wanted all the games to show to show up as a uh, 
Sega Ages games, mm-hmm. but now they stopped doing Sega Ages games, so they're never going to do that. So I'm just like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy it. So I really I, wanted to Fantasy Star Four. Yeah, because I wanted the I wanted the later Fantasy Stars to get the same treatment as Fantasy Star One did for Sega Ages, but it never did. And I wanted like Streets of Rage just like that. But so anyway, I played it. It's cool. There's a lot of games on there. You know, I kind of just fucked around. Uh, I played Gold, Golden Axe Three for a while. I think was the one I played the most out of all of them, just because. I never really played much of the Golden Axe games, and I was like, well, let's try three. That's the latest one. Maybe it'll look the best. So I just played that for a while, you know, and then I just kind of jumped around. There's this one game, I forget what it's called, but there's a game that that totally looks like it's trying to be a Star Fox ripoff that's Mm -hmm. on there, which I thought that was really, I was like, okay, yeah, this is totally trying to be Star Fox. Because it's the same, like, you know, it doesn't have, like, the pixely graphics, but it's close. Like, you can tell that it's really trying to aim for that. But yeah, I I went ahead and got that. I also bought Ghost Runner for for seven fifty because it was because uh, I loved the demo of that even though it was incredibly hard but you know the one that I said that was like a first person uh, Katana Zero is, is what it felt mm-hmm. like where you jump around and you only you get hit once you die but you can kill everybody in one hit have you played that game Alex I saw you yes I, saw you uh, yeah. I played that uh, I played the 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 beta demo uh, last year um, for on PC that game is a lot of fun real pretty but. It's it tough as nails. It's hard, but it's it's one of those things that's like really hard. But when you beat it, it's like it feels really rewarding. Like you feel mm-hmm. like you feel like you did something really cool. Like you'll be like like you'll die over and over and over and over again. But then you'll have this like really fucking awesome stellar run, and then you'll be like, holy shit! I just like killed like ten guys in two seconds, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? And yeah, it's it was one of those that I really liked, and it was seventy five percent off. I think it's normally mm-hmm. like thirty, and it was seven fifty. So I was like. You know, I thought that was a great deal, so I went ahead and. Oh got hell yeah! It. But I haven't played it because all I play is Monster Hunter. But uh, <laughs> but but another game that came out last week actually that I've been playing that I know Jeremy and John have been playing. And I'm sure you've been playing it too, Alex. Is uh, Pac-Man '99, which uh, I guess this could have been my nickname as well. But I finally won one of these fucking '99 35 <laughs> games. Wow. And you were the first one out of us to do it. I was pack, I was pack one, and I did it live. I, mean, I think I, so. I don't know if John won yet. I did it on live. No, I haven't won yet. I did it live on Trey, stream, you're the too. first one to do yeah. it. I did it live on stream. If you want to watch it, it's at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Gentleman Podcast. I did you it. Did, uh, I, so you did a clip of just your winning round, right? Yeah, it's only like four and a half minutes long. I, I just did the the one where I won, but... It's uh yeah and and I did like a DJ set for it where I put a bunch of Pac-Man songs together from other Pac-Man games so I did stuff from like Pac-Man World 1 2 3 Pac- Pac-Man no was it Pac-Man Rally Pac-Man World Rally the racing game and like Pac-Mania and like all, all this other shit basically whatever I could find songs from which is kind of hard because a lot of Pac-Man games don't have songs they're mostly just the original ones are just sound effects there's not actually music in there you know so Yeah so I was trying to find ones. Anyway, I made like this three hour, I made this three hour mix or two and a half hours. And I ended up buying some of the themes just to like throw in a little bit of extra stuff there. So I used my gold points and I bought the Tower of Draga theme. I bought the Galaga theme and I bought the Dig Dug theme. Ooh. So it was pretty cool. But I won, I won with the Galaga theme. So when I was playing it, that was, that was the one I won with. But uh, I also tried playing with the joystick. I used my fighting stick for it, my uh, Tatsunoku versus Capcom stick. And it's, it's way fucking harder to play it with that than a regular oh, controller. Oh, that's too bad. I thought it would be easier. No, no, it's not easy at all. I, I found it way, way more difficult to play with to play with the joystick than the analog triggers or than than the actual analog stick on the on this on the controller. So I played for like maybe the first hour with the, with the uh, joystick, and then I was just I was not doing good at all. I was like maybe like fortieth was like the highest that I got with it with this. Oh with damn! The, and it, and it works fine. You just have to. 
you really got to get in there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like really, and it doesn't. I don't feel like it works better at all. Like I think those like, sticks on the Ms., the Miss Pac Man arcade, they're usually kind of like pretty small. And yeah, like, they have like a nice click to them. I mean, I, I mean, this know. stick, this it's stick like isn't. That. Yeah, I mean, the stick on there isn't big by any means. Like it's pretty tiny, but uh, but I mean, it just doesn't. It it does not feel as good as holding a controller. But for me, holding a controller is the best way to play anything. So I mean, no hmm. matter what it is, it's it's always going to be that. So. But yeah, I was just playing it, and actually, like the last, when I got towards the end of the of the DJ set, I won. I made it all the way to the end, so it was pretty cool. So I so I did that. So I won the game. I'm pack one now, so I don't have to ever play it again. So Good I work. actually I, I missed your Twitch stream, but I actually did go to your previous video and find where you won because I wanted to show Shauna, be like, "Hey, Trey won." So because she was really interested, like, because we missed your stream. But basically, now we've been playing. We've been taking turns. She'll play Tetris, and then. I'll play Pac-Man and we'll go back and forth because I like that. I like Pac-Man more than Tetris right now, at least. Yeah, it, it was it was fun. I mean, I I had a good time just playing it to like one, and but it's it's so much quicker. Like Tetris, mm-hmm. if you have a good game, it could take almost an hour, but this one like it's done in like five minutes. Well, not so it's a, really easy to get not through. Ninety nine match isn't going to last an hour. Tetris ninety nine did for me. It has when I got when I got up to I got like the second the, place, and it couldn't have been more than like. 10 to 15 minutes oh because some of those can get really long i don't know i had one where i played it, like 30 speed minutes gets really really fast like yeah. at a certain point and even if there's like 30 people remaining it'll get like cooled down really fast yeah either way it, it's it, the games are a lot longer in tetris 99 versus pac-man pac-man's Absolutely. definitely shorter because you know it, it is you don't really battle back and forth as much as you would in tetris 99 because i remember in the top five it can't actually go for a while yeah, you know, for those it, last few ones, especially when there's two of you going back and forth, the skill level has like again uh, gone just like exponentially higher. So that's like I got in first day and I got a win in Pac-Man or not Pac-Man um, uh, Tetris ninety nine, and then it's done. And I've seen some like yeah games that have gone like an hour, and I was like, oh yeah, they people people got good yeah. at that game. Then with the Mario thirty five, like I won, or I got a first place early on. I'm like, I need to savor this because like. Everyone's going to get really good, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was true. It didn't, It only had, it happened one other time, but it was like a couple days later. I deleted Mario 35 from my system, and it felt real good. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it on there forever even if I can't play it. Well, I'm I mean, like it, that. I also have the Octopath Traveler demo. It was over. It was over a gig. So I still I mean, have that. I, I delete anything over a gig that I'm not ever going to play again. Because I was because I had to make room to put Mortal Kombat back on my system because that's a 30 gig download so damn yeah it's huge yeah, yeah. mortal Kombat 11 is so i was basically going through and deleting whenever i wasn't playing deleted smash brothers again for the millionth time but uh yeah whatever i got that back when Sephiroth came out yeah i, I, I got know, it I'm gonna play with. i got it back for xenoblade for uh for for mithra and uh and and whatever her name is the other one and uh yeah so i so i could play as them for a while but then i deleted again hmm. no big deal did you have anything else to say about pac-man jeremy no, or John. Uh, or I've I've gotten up to seventh place was the highest rank I've gotten, so I'm I'm getting up there. I'm gonna catch you eventually, Trey. But you got second place before you got first, so I did. You got you got, you got something special going. But I did change the controls this week because I bitched about it last week. And we so were, I changed the controls yeah. to the to to where you could actually use the analog stick. We, we, we were that actually, made it, that yeah. made a huge difference. A lot better. Another thing yeah. about that, we were actually wrong about that last week because you can't actually use. 
if you put it on customized controls or whatever, you, you can't, can use both. You can use both of them. Yeah, you can use the the control pad or the stick whenever it you want. You switch on the so, side. So. so yeah, so I didn't realize that until after. And also another thing, as far as like the flashing goes and like the seizure stuff like that, you can't actually turn that off in in the settings. I, I noticed that when you when you go to when you go to change your themes, if you go if you turn off animations, it will actually get away get rid of all the flashy stuff. Oh, that's good. That's in there, so so that's good. I mean, for you so know, they fix things without with us just realizing that they were already fixed. Yeah, because I, I talked about it last week, but actually doing the going into the themes, I realized that you can actually turn off all that stuff. So that's good. I'm just saying because some people it kind it's kind of a headache with all those like ghosts flashing at you and all that. And oh yeah, and I realized uh, I'll talk about this for two seconds because it doesn't even matter. But I realized that I actually had Pac Man World too because I bought a. <laughs> pac-man verse on gamecube so i played it on my gamecube it sucks oh, that means don't, i have it don't, too. don't play it but uh yeah. I, I i tried playing a 3d pac-man just because i was on kind of a high from pac-man 99 but those 3d games they're, they're really not they're really not worth your time don't don't even no. bother with them they're not good. we'll find out with pac-man 3 all-stars <laughs> it, nobody would ever buy that because they're all bad <laughs> why, why we'll would just you say want it's that? only available until april something or wait what month are we in now april may something and then <laughs> There was, a, there was a there was um what uh championship edition yeah those are good but those are yeah i feel like the only good. pac-mans that are good are the ones that actually stuck to like the regular pac-man yeah world it wasn't like oh my god pac-man has legs and arms now and now can run around it's like okay this I think it, doesn't really work right <laughs> it says a lot about pac-man though that the game could be so fun so so far what 79 it was 80 we forgot it was 80 yeah so yeah 1980 to now 41 years later like the standard pac-man formula can be adapted to be like super fun still yeah just just don't just don't give them arms and legs and make it 3d don't make it 3d i think even like pac-land like back in the day when it was a side scroller wasn't that fun yeah so yeah keep it to the maze and the dots Uh and stuff do you want to talk about those extra stuff that you got, John, before we go to break here? Yeah, uh, basically, I just got back into playing Gunman Clive this week. Ooh, it's a good it's game. pretty fun game. It's got pretty to the game. end. and I didn't beat the boss yet, but I'm right at the end. So uh, I, I, I admire that game a lot. You know, the music is just still in my head as we're, as we're doing this podcast right now. It's just so catchy. <laughs> um, and the visuals, of course, are fantastic. So. It's such a simple, fun little game, and it's it's so cheap all the time. It's like six dollars or something, and you get two games. Oh yeah, yeah. So, anyone who hasn't got that, go get Gunman Clive Collection. Also, I mean, on the same uh, same uh, developer, Max Termination Force was really good. That was the mm-hmm. second one that he did, and I, and he also did that uh, the beat 'em up game. But you have that one, I think. John. I have that one too. Yeah, yeah. You got Super the new Punch one. Patrol. Yeah, Super Punch Patrol. All those games are good. Is that that then? That's it. All right, cool. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and try to get get through the indies Sounds pretty good. quick.
Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa! 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 He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! So we're all back. So let's start this off. Um, but before we get into the indie stuff, I just want to mention some other stuff that's getting released. And you said you said right before we started the show that you saw something, right, Alex, about NIS? Yeah, I went to an NIS press conference uh, just to kind of go over their 2021 lineup. Uh, the things that were shown for their 2021 lineup are type final, which I like. I like R type to to a certain degree and, and I, I i wanted to google like the history of it and i thought like, oh this is i played r-type on sega genesis like that that went really far back so r-type 3 on the snes is like one of my favorite side-scrolling shooters i never like beat it but it just looks so good yeah now it's like fully customizable there's a lot going on and there's going to be a free demo uh and you can customize your ship your character all that stuff so it's going to be uh, a lot going on there uh, there was a game called Void Terrarium Plus Plus, which is a roguelike dungeon crawler mixed with, because uh, you're like in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, going through these dungeons, all in favor of getting items to go and take care of your chibi pet. So it's kind of a pet simulator, like take care of your pet, but also go out in dungeons and uh, fight monsters. So that one's uh, interesting. Uh, World's End Club, which the... That one's more of like a visual novel slash platforming 2D platformer. The reason why that's more important is because of the pedigree. Uh, it has one of the creators of uh, Zero Escape, uh, you know, Zero Time Dilemma. Yeah, like some of the yeah we we saw that in one of the directs. I forget which one, yeah. but it's a uh, yeah, it's like those uh, story games that were on yeah. um, 3DS, right? Like uh, and then 
Danganronpa. There was another like that. The Danganronpa games draw like the Sony games, but they that creator is making something a little bit more bright with World's End Club, a little bit less dark, less murdery. Yeah, that, that's actually. I think you can. I don't think you can pre-order it yet, but it is on the eShop as of right now, and it's coming out the twenty eighth for forty dollars. There you go. Disgaea 6, which the Disgaea series has been a long-running series for a while. By the way, we were talking about things that are gone from the Sony shop. Disgaea 2, 3, and 4, I believe. Oh, I figured those would maybe get re-released because Disgaea 1 is on Switch and 5, right? Yes, and they're, that was something they did emphasize that they're going back into their catalog. Hmm. So uh, Disgaea 6 is all new. And those games, if you've ever played them, are more strategy RPG, strategy turn-based RPG. But they have now, because it's so dynamic and so... There's hundreds of hours for all those games. Those games are just complicated. And yeah. now they've made it so that it self-plays. You can hit play and the match will play out on its own. <laughs> you don't even have to play. It's like watching a streamer, but you don't have to deal with them yelling about whatever they're yelling about. You just watch the game play itself. Which is, again, if you're playing a hundred, if that game plays hundreds and hundreds of hours of complicated matches, you're like, well, I'm tired. You do this one. You know, it's like, oh, okay. There was one, I remember when I was in high school and uh, we were playing uh, Turok 1, like Turok 1 on N64 with a friend. And we went and like, I don't know, we went and got like Subway sandwiches or something like that. And, and we're like, what are we going to do while we're eating? And I'm like, I'll let the game play. So we just like let the game, we just let the game go and we watched the demo because it would just like kind of yeah. play through some of the levels and. It's like no, we we played enough. Let the game play, and then we just watched. Yeah, you know, we just watched it play itself. So it just reminded yeah. me of that. I've never seen a thing. Uh, one of the Smash Brothers games where people would be like, "This is how uh, it was on." It was online. They're like, "This is how me and my girlfriend decide what we want to eat for dinner." And they would Mario would be like Taco Bell, and Luigi would be like, "Let them fight it out, Subway or whatever." And like yep. they have them all fight. We used to remember when you used to be able to like train your amiibo and stuff and have them all fight against each other on there. Like that was the beginning of amiibo. That was the thing where you could like. I never did it, but you could like program them. Or they would learn. They would learn your own moves, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. a whole other thing. I haven't even tried in Monster Hunter. There's amiibos too. You can you can scan a Monster Hunter amiibo for extra stuff. Oh, oh but I'm gonna use my Magnamello amiibo. Well, I don't have any of the Monster Hunter amiibo, but I think they all work. I don't know. You can do it from that one shop guy. Oh yeah, but I've never tried it. But yeah, it's like a yeah you could train them and have them fight each other and they'd level up. Whatever was it? Was Ease Nine on there? Ease Nine was there. Uh, it's coming to Switch uh, June sixth. They have a, with a demo. Uh, Ease Nine looks good. It's already on PS four, and uh, but it's going to be coming to Switch. And uh, yeah, it's uh it. Whoa, what, what did you say? Uh, what was that? Adol. 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 Yeah. Adol. Adol. Yeah, Adol yeah. Have you want to pronounce him? In a, in a prison city, gets taken uh, taken and put in jail where he meets other monsters who are being persecuted and kind of takes them as, as part of his team and he becomes part monster himself using their abilities to vertically traverse the city. So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of ways to explore that city. I highly recommend it and recommend, recommend like any of the more recent Ease games. I think they're really good. Like Ease 8 is great. I'm really excited to play 9. I like. I know you played Origins. Uh, I like that one. And Ease 7 on PSP is awesome too. It's like, it, it's so weird that that was a, a PSP exclusive, but it's great on there. It's the same. If you like 8 or 9, you'll feel right at home with 7. Because I think 7 was the first one to actually start doing like the 3D action action combat rpg stuff but and those soundtracks are so good i love love the soundtracks of those games yeah Uh, um to go along with them trying to re-release some of their old classics they have also uh preenie presents because preenie was like their their mascot it's a little penguin the penguin guy yeah Yeah, for disguise 
Yeah. Prini presents NIS Classics Volume 1, which has Phantom Brave, which was a PS2 game that plays a lot like Disgaea, and uh, Soul Nomad, which is another uh, older game that's, again, another strategy RPG. So these two are coming to a package as NIS Classics Volume 1. Yeah, I saw that. They they released some other stuff that was like a dungeon crawler thing that looked like too complicated for me, but I always, almost wanted to get it because I was really pushing for the Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2 re-release on Switch, which is supposed to happen, but it never did, so I don't know. But I, I mean, I think I think it's still going to. But that's oh, not for- on there, on your list? Uh, no, unfortunately that was not shown. For Wikipedia, it says that it's coming to Japan in 2021, end of the year, but uh, I don't know. That, pro- that usually means that it's coming to America the next, you know, the next following couple months. So 2022, yeah. I would assume. Cause like, yeah, three and four are out and uh, I really wanted, I want to play them, but you got to play all of them. So I got to start at one. So, and, and they're like, they're like 80 hours each one. Oh, sure. Yeah. I probably won't get through one even, but I want to try. I liked yeah. what I played of three in the demo. I thought it was fun. Um, let's see. Then we also have uh, Suda51. If you guys know Suda51, he made uh, Killer7 and yeah. Uh, yeah, No More Heroes. He has a game. He has a series of games that are, uh, I don't know what, what they were on previously. I was kind of looking it up called uh, the Silver Case Games. Yeah, I saw I saw the announcement for that. I forget. It was on one of those, like, it might have been, it was another Direct that wasn't the, the strict Nintendo one, but I watched that being unveiled. I also stayed up and watched the uh, No More Heroes 3 live stream. Where mm-hmm. that was on at like eight in the morning because it was like because uh, on at like seven o'clock in Japan. I actually stayed up and watched it, and it was weird. Like there was like a CGI character that was at a panel with the other people, like this lady that's not there, but she's CGI in there, and all the trailers were in English, but they were they were talking in Japanese, and they showed some of the game, but it was only like the side missions. It was only like Travis. Uh, mowing the grass and they actually they played some of the game but it was only you playing with the cat it was only you just throwing the ball at the cat it's <laughs> those guys are so troll are so trolly but i i love it i mean i'm still gonna buy that that game because yeah it, so uh silver case uh two twenty four twenty five is uh the combination of the two silver case games um and then the last one was uh the caligula effect which i don't know too well i think that's more of a visual novel game sounds like it I definitely want to play those Suda ones though, just because I like Suda and Suda shit's weird, and I'll try it out. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. It's same as like those uh, Famicom Detective games that are coming out or whatever. I want to try those too. Oh yeah, on on Switch, yeah. which you can actually. They've made it now to where if you buy one, you get a discount on the second one. So now you can actually do that. We did mention about that happening, but you can actually do it now. Oh okay. And we forgot uh, to mention last week, but the eShop is fucking sad as shit now. Now that there's no Mario in there anymore. Now it's all like back to being sad and orange again. Yep. Uh, oh, a Effect looks to be a dungeon crawling uh, turn-based RPG. Oh, okay. That I, I don't know too well. But uh, part two is coming soon, so. But you'll have to play it, right? Because that's what you dedicated this year to. Yep, exactly. It's playing all of the RPGs. Uh, there, there is actually a new NIS game that came out this week called uh, Poison Patrol which I don't know if you heard anything about that, but it looks kind of cool. It actually, to me, it, it looks like Persona meets Platoon kind of, because it's like sort of have like a turf covering thing where you like uh, change colors. And I don't know. It's like, it's like a third, it's like a third person shoot em up mixed with uh, uh, you know, Etrian Odyssey stuff. I don't know. It looked really interesting. I was, I, I marked it as one for me to look at when it's on sale. 
I I had seen this one. I, I it's wish listed. I kind of stared at it. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but yeah. I'm interested. The style the style is very cool looking. It's very brightly colored. It's forty bucks, so I didn't want to just throw it money at it because I don't know no, anything yeah. about it. But I I wish listed it so Nintendo can email me whenever it's on sale, and yeah. then then I'll and then I'll play. It Are later. those emails consistent? Mine aren't. Uh, they don't they don't always tell you everything that's on sale, but mm-hmm. they will at least tell you one thing that's on sale that's on your okay. wish list. Sometimes it'll show like five of them, but sometimes it'll only show one. So I just wish I just don't get those. I get those emails once a month, but I'm like, well. I just check the eShop every week, every Friday. Oh, I get them like once a week, but I have a lot of stuff on my wish list. Oh, I have like seven things, I think. So, I mean, it, it depends. But yeah, no, they do, they do send it pretty pretty often. Mm. It, it's just, I can't, I have to like turn on my Switch and look at it though. Because, you know. Um, so that was it from the NIS panel for what's coming on 2021. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, definitely. It's nice to know the actual date of, of uh, Ease 9 because I kept saying summer. And I think GameStop had it down for june 30th so i mean it's kind of close it's sooner actually it's less it's actually still spring it's less than two months away so uh that's cool for me because i'm very excited about playing that game so mark it on my calendar because i'm getting that one for sure on day one so nice be playing ease nine and i'll try not to beat the whole thing on stream like i did with ease eight I'll try to actually play it in handheld at some point i screwed myself over because i vowed that i was going to play all of ease eight while streaming so it basically made I meant I could only play it at home, <laughs> so and I, that kind of sucks because you want to play yeah. it like elsewhere. Yeah, and I ended up really liking it, I, but I still was, and it's all on YouTube actually. You can watch my entire playthrough of Ease Eight on, on YouTube because I recorded all of it and put it on there. I think maybe two people watched it. Never. But, no, my co-host is actually really upset because he he dedicated that for Hollow Knight, and he's just like, I just want to play Hollow Knight like right now. Yeah. Why am I like waiting? I have to only play it Tuesdays. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really, I've got to the point where I just play whatever I feel like playing for stream. Like, I'm not, I'm past, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to try to stream a whole game on there. It's just too, you know, it's just too much. Because I, I did the same thing. I played, I played through all of Skies of Arcadia on stream. And it was like, I wish I would have been able to play it offside, but whatever. I mean, some, some people actually watch that one, so, you know. When you play, uh, like when you did Mario 64, or you did, you well, know, play a game all the way through that you know you can... Oh yeah, I did that. It's, I, yeah, I did that with like Conqueror's Bad Fur Day and uh, Blackthorn also, where I try to do like play it all in one sitting. In sitting, but uh, worked better for Mario sixty four because I'm better at that game. I was able to beat it in three hours. Yeah, pretty good. But let's uh, let's move on to the indie to the indie showcase, which, as per usual, these just kind of come out of nowhere and they're like, here, here you go. I yeah. mean, I figured we were just going to talk about uh, Saga Frontier for the whole episode, but we got this to talk about also. So. So there you go. I feel like a lot of these I didn't already know about. I mean, there are a couple of them that were in the eShop already, but I mean, these, these indie ones, it's really hard to tell because I'm still remembering that, what is it, like Night, Minico Night or whatever it's called that never came out <laughs> that was shown on an indie direct like two years ago that was supposed to come out in 2020 and just, or maybe even 2019. Can I, can I give you some insight on some of these? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Go for it. Uh, I host a podcast called Super GG Radio. And uh, on, on said podcast, we beta test, uh, play early release demos and beta test in uh, early access games. And uh, a couple of these we've played on previous episodes. Uh, Chris Tales. Oh, I, I played that one because there's there's a demo on eShop. It's, it's cool. Is it a demo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a cool uh, turn-based RPG where you can... Uh, put uh time like you can spin your uh spin like certain sections of the screen into like oh this is the past or make it the future and doing so will affect your enemy so if you have an enemy with a big shield 
Uh, you can do wa- water magic at the big shield. It won't do any damage, but then if you, you can, yeah, fast forward make it, it the future, yeah, yeah. it'll rust the shield. Yeah, there's a. I really like the demo that I played because yeah, there's like there's like mysteries and uh, puzzles in that too, where it's like, oh well, this this shop that's here isn't isn't open. Well, what happened? It's like, oh well, that guy died. Well, let's go back in time and see why he died, and you can kind of like you know unravel it like that. It's it's pretty cool. I was excited about it, and it's been. I feel like it's been a demo for like a year. Maybe two, I don't know. For, we for played this in they, 2019. Yeah, I was just saying it's got to. It had to have been up there for a while, and uh, it was definitely before the pandemic. I think when I played it. So yeah. So it's just nice that it finally has a release date. Like I said, some of these just like completely disappear, and then and then you never see them. You know. Yeah. Then the other one was weaving tides. Okay. Uh, weaving t- that one was more I think during the montage. Yeah. That you are uh, a person who in there in that world you hang out with a bunch of like almost like dragons that the world is patchwork knit like knitting and your character weaves in and out and you have the ability to uh, knit different. So if there's like a, a hole in the in the patchwork, you can knit around it and then you'll get points and it's a it's a it's a it's a full story where you're like, Oh yeah, I'm part of this tribe of dragons, but I'm a human. They adopted me, you know, like, like you get adopted by wolves or something and sure. you ride your friend and go through and uh, you know, find like, Oh, your village was destroyed. You got to find out what happened. And you're traveling the world in a very brightly colored, you know, world riding a dragon and weaving these different uh, patterns and to do different attacks and stuff. It's very, very fun. It's very uh, brightly lit and, and positive. It kind of reminded me, just by looks, it kind of reminded me of Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. You know, like just where it kind of looks like uh, something that you could make and it's, you know, feels like it's a, I don't know. It, it gave me that kind of vibe of, of Crafted World. So I was like, oh, well, that looks cool. I yeah. mean, mo- most of these indie directs, like I, I feel, I feel like I should say right off the top that I think I like the art style of all of these games. So I don't need to yeah. say like that I like the art style over and over and over again, because I think that I'll, I don't think there was anyone where I was like, that one looks dumb. You know, I thought, I think they all look good. So as far as like, you know, art style goes. So um, then the other, the other two we've played was uh, art of rally, which is uh, a racing game, but they look they, like cell shaded. They almost, they don't really look like real cars as much as they just look like shapes because they're so like low poly. Oh, the, uh, the I think in my notes, I have a, uh, I have it down as the turn forever game. Because it basically it, in the video it just looks like you're just turning, and it's and you're just turning in different locales, and it's just like every shot is turning. You're just turning forever, turning forever. The game. There we go. I thought it was like RC Pro M or or Micro Machines. On yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's top down, but but every shot yeah. was of turning, and I'm like, oh, I guess you just turn all the time. The tricky part <laughs> they had a they had a a game before this called Pure. I think it was just called Drift or Pure Drift or something like that or Absolute Drift. Oh yeah, I think and, it might even be on Switch now. Yeah, but the tricky part of that is that you're not following the path of your car. You're not your perspective isn't your car. Your car is like sideways or you know the angle, it's wherever the angle of the camera is. So you going left or right is turning the wheel left or right, but your perspective isn't the same. Mm. So it makes it very difficult to try like that's that's kind of the challenge of the game is that your perspective isn't always aligned with the car. So you hooking a right you'll see your car just go, you know, a different, you know, it, it's, it's very, it's a very fun, tricky perspective to, to add to it. And so absolute drift, this is the creators of absolute drift did uh art of rally. 
Yeah, I'm seeing it's it's right here. It's actually on sale. Forty uh, percent off. Absolute Drift on Switch. The the Zen edition. I actually yeah. was kind of interested in that one. It also looked like it was turning forever, but I'm like, it's yeah. it's it's a lot of fun because uh, again, you're not. It doesn't seem like you're going fast because your camera is very far away. You're just kind of t- so, but the drifts are just very smooth and it's very fun to to. It's it, the Zen edition because it's very relaxing, but. Uh, yeah, those are those are neat games, and with Art of Rally, they are hearkening to the heavy history of rally racing. There used to be just full crowds next to the next to the dirt road, and they, you know they'd almost get hit back oh, in the day. Yeah. That was like the whole thing. So, and it goes through like the seventies and eighties, and like the oh, different cool. car colors and stuff. So, so that's another like uh, whatever thing is. I, I like racing games, so yeah, I have a tendency to buy you know a lot of racing games because it's uh, i got that racing itch so you know yeah uh and the last one is uh skull the the hero slayer oh, okay that's a that's fun that's because fun. you're a villain the your your king the evil king has uh been kidnapped by the the kingdom and the and the, the, the good king and you're one of his lackeys that when you collect a different enemy's skull you get different abilities so you can use the, and you get like wildly different abilities doing different spells and stuff like that. And it's a platformer, 2d platformer. Yeah. You, you steal people's heads, right. Is what they were yeah. saying in the video. And that's how you get different moves. Yeah. Now one, that one's really fun. It, that one's very, pretty difficult though, too. It's, it's kind of ghouls and ghosts or, you know, ghosts and goblins. Oh, wow. So, so that difficult. Yeah. And then you add in again, lots of different abilities and lots of customization. So. Yeah, that was one that was, uh, I kind of put that on like, well, maybe if it's cheap and people really like it. It wasn't really one that I thought I might get into. But Yeah, so those are the ones that we've played before on previous episodes that I, I thought like kind of stuck out. I was like, oh, this is a, this is something that I, I want to watch for. So, sure, yeah. Whenever there's these indie, uh, there's these indie directs, I always try to find like some commonality or at least find like games that remind me of each other within the presentation and not not to say like it's unoriginal or anything. You just sometimes you you find like a theme. Like there was one time where it seemed like everything had like a dark theme. I don't know if it, like there's one. I just remember there was one indie direct where everything seemed like it was really gritty. Like I think they used gritty or sure. post apocalyptic was in a bunch of the games or whatever. And this yeah. time it was like futuristic versions of like current cities. Like or I guess not really, but like so there's like a the Never Yield game which was like if Tokyo was applied to Detroit, which I thought was kind of cool. Cause yeah. I, I played that, I played that demo. I, I played all the way Did through you? the demo before we started recording. It's like five levels. I mean, it, it look, it looks cool and the soundtrack's cool, but it really doesn't feel any different than in every other runner that I've played. So I wasn't really, which one aerial Knights never yield. Oh yeah. I was interested in that, but it, it's a runner. Like it's very much like a basic runner. Yeah. It's it, like a just endless runner. It's a, okay. it, well, it's, it's not endless. There's stages and, and there's yeah. kind of a story, I guess, but I mean, it just, it didn't really, for me, it didn't really seem that much different from like runner three or whatever. And it's, it's just not really my game, but I think it, like I said, I think it looks good and it sounds but good. It's but like a, yeah. It seems like it's kind of a tribute to Detroit, like by, you know, developers from Detroit. So that's, Oh, uh, okay. And, and then guy- likewise, uh, I was gonna say the Aztec, forgotten guy. That one, like, that one, I that one I'm actually really interested in. Like that one, I want to like, play. Yeah, like, yeah, like futuristic, like uh, ancient ruin type. I don't know. Something about that's really appealing to me, and I, I'm sure we've seen things like that in 
But I'm just excited for like the 3D. I, that that's well, a fun it, genre, 3D hack and slash. Yeah, like, well, it's also like yeah, it looks like a 3D platformer, like fighter, mm-hmm. which you really don't see a whole lot of anymore. So whenever there's something that kind of looks like a 3D platformer, I'm always like, you know, oh, I, my ears perk up for that because you know that that genre is kind of dead almost. It's mm-hmm. like there's not a whole lot of it, you know, that we well, see. I feel, aside I feel from, like you're getting like a good uh, aside from Mario games. Now. Yeah. So I mean, in that one, and I like the art style. And I thought it looked cool. And then she's got the arm that can punch anything. I'm into that. And also the guy, the aerial knight guy, did you catch that he said that he was, he basically said that he was like, uh, was not allowed to make a game. So he made his own game. Did you, did you guys catch that in the, in the, he said something along those lines where he wasn't able to be in the development culture. So he like made his own game or it was something like that. It was weird. I, I was trying to figure out the details of that, but I couldn't find anything before we recorded, but I was wondering why he, said that it made it sound like oh well they wouldn't let me do this so i'm making my own you know fuck you like it's that's kind of what it i mean it definitely like. seemed like that i was just curious and what the story was i mean more way, but... i mean more power to him you know i'm just i was just like yeah. oh i was like oh shit what happened to you man like did somebody like say like you know yeah. were, they, were they mean to you i don't know <laughs> you know that's what i was thinking were there other studios in detroit that he's throwing sh- like shade at by saying like i had to start my own studio yeah. i saw that you, that you said you were interested in it john yeah, I was, you know, especially because I'm in Detroit right now. Yeah, you're um, you're from Detroit, or you are in Detroit. Yeah. You are Detroit. Oh, you're literally. I'm Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, his name is his name is John Detroit. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I am Detroit. He pronounced it Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, right. th- there, there's a demo out for it right now. If you want to just give it, a, if you want to try it out, there's like five levels on there. You can play it on different difficulties. I played it through on easy mode, where it kind of like it freeze, it like kind of like slows down before all the different. Uh, things that you have to go through, but you can play it on hard where it goes faster. It just, it won't slow down at all. Or it won't tell you. Cause they're like, depending on how you're going to dodge, there's a different color. Like it'll be blue for when you want to slide under something. It's like red. When you jump over something, it's yellow. If you want to half jump and like kind of go through the middle of something. And I think it's light blue for when you want to run fast and run through something, but you can do harder modes where there's no color coding for that. And you just kind of have to figure it out. So there's, there's some, you know, pretty decent amount of stuff to do just for the demo so if anybody wants to try that out that was that demo was dropped today on switch so hmm. I, there was a couple of demos dropped today yeah 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 there's a couple games that were dropped today too i guess uh we'll just go down the list here for the ones that we haven't talked about yet uh road 96 i thought looked cool like i was that looks like something i would play it's a, a branching branching pathway uh procedural, procedural story uh, driven yeah it look it, it's like it's first person uh and you basically you're hitchhiking, I guess, and you can go different ways depending on who you see. And looked interesting to me. Looked like something that I would try out for sure. I thought the graphics look yeah, good, you know, obviously. But there's a part where you're like, where you're like shooting a gun out of the back of a truck at one point, and yeah, or you, yeah, or you're, you're like, like a, you're like running for the police. It looks like at one point. Yeah, so I like I like that idea of like when you can do. Uh, oh yeah, and there's also a there's a trombone that uh, I wrote it down in my notes. A trombone hero. There's there's like a rhythm based game where you play a trombone. Did you guys check? Did you guys catch that in there? Was where was that? It was in it was in the video. It shows like a little. It shows like mm. these lines, and the trombone is going up and down. Oops, and so was it, it like a montage in in the montage? Yeah, in the, in the first like couple minutes of the of the oh. uh, of the YouTube. I watched it. I watched it twice just to oh. just to get an idea. But no, yeah, there's a trombone hero in there. It basically looks <laughs> like a guitar hero with a trombone. Check it out, man. It's it's on, it's, it's on there. Right? What was last stop? I don't remember last stop. The game last stop. What was that? So last stop and hind and hindsight were both Annapurna games. They were made by the same people who did uh, 
uh, what's he, what's uh, what's what's it called? Edith Finch. Uh, yep. What's eating it? That, that's what I want to say, but I don't think that's. I actually have the game, and I've never played it. I, I bought it because because uh, the friend of the show liked it a lot. Janet liked it, and I was like, uh, I want to play it, and then I never did. It's, it's like, uh, what remains what of Edith Finch? What remains yeah. of Edith Finch? Yeah, it was the same person who did that. <laughs> what's eating you? <laughs> yeah, what's what's eating Gilbert? What's eating Gilbert Grape coming to Switch? <laughs> what's eating Gilbert Finch? I can go at any time, you know. <laughs> um, so it's 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 like a conversational kind of game where you pick a different voice options and then yeah, they they don't show you a whole lot, but you're like your your mind is in like two people or something like that. Like it was some sort of it was saying like oh your brain is in I don't know. They they go through it pretty quickly. Same with hindsight. It's just like this really slow motion, you know, slow like rain falling and doesn't really explain what the game actually is, but it's just kind of like a voiceover that just goes through. And I wrote that hindsight has uh, goose game type visuals. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that. But I mean, it's it's like they they go through so go through both of them so quickly that you can't really tell. But yeah, it's like I feel like it's same like a first person experience game kind of like what remains of Edith Finch. So if you like that game, more more of it here. So Yeah. Ollie Ollie World seems cool in theory, but it seems like you just well, it seems like an endless runner but on a skateboard. Well Ollie Ollie's good though. I mean I was gonna say Ollie Ollie one and two you can actually get for next to nothing on Switch right now. You can yeah. buy both of them for like three dollars or something like that. I actually bought them because they were on sale, and they're on sale again with with the indie sale for this till the twenty fifth, and uh, it's it's cool. I mean, it, yeah, it's basically like it's a two D skateboarding game, but you use it by like flicking the stick on on the control pad, and uh, and they basically took that and expanded it and made it into a world. So it's like kind of like an open world two D skateboarder. So yeah, and then started adding quests and adding different things that you could yeah. do and customizations yeah. and exploration. So it's not an endless runner so much as that it, it like the first two games kind of were, but now we're at a point that they're like adding a full story. Yeah. I mean, they, they still, the level still ended, but it would be like, do a kickflip and grind this thing. Or like, it, it was kind of like Tony Hawk, but 2D in a, in a way, you know, it's like, it's like go through it and try to, and it would give you a list of goals to do. It's like, go through this segment and try to get like this amount of points, like try to do this, try to go through without falling, like try to go through with, with doing this. And you go through it a bunch of times to try to do all these goals. And then you go to the next thing. And that's basically how the first two were, but they were fun. They were really good. Like, I don't know, like, like small short bursts of, of fun, like great, great for a portable, you know, where you just want to play for a little bit, but I do highly recommend Ollie one and two. And yeah, you can get them both for like three bucks or something like that. It's really cheap. So yeah. The longing seemed cool. I think I might want to get this one. The yeah, the longing came out today. That was a come comes out today. It's out right now for fourteen ninety nine. And this is what I thought of when I watched it the second time. Isn't the longing like pretty much like quarantine the game? Because kind of. you've been waiting for four hundred days for somebody yep. to call you for work. That's kind of like what we've been doing for the past like four hundred days. Because it's been over a year since the quarantine started, I don't know. It felt like it felt like this game must have been had to have been like inspired by the shit that we're going through right now. You know, just yeah. just especially for you know for like working on working on uh, commercials and movies and stuff like I do. It's just like you're just waiting. You're just waiting for something to happen. You're waiting for your king to come back and ask for you to some ask you to do something, just like this guy. But I'm really interested in this game because. They said it's real time, so do we have to wait a year to see like what happens? I to see my, if the king gets here or not. 
A year and a month. Yeah, we have to wait. I looked into it and uh, no, it, it, there are ways to like the like, time gets knocked off of the the list by doing certain activities. So mm-hmm. at a certain point, it, it I, from my understanding, the game is like thirty hours or something like that. I think I think how long to beat already has the numbers up. Oh sure. So, so it's definitely like a thirty hour game or something like that. It's not because that, that was my first thought too. It was like real time. Mm, I don't know. That seems ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I really, I really liked, I mean, I know I said it before, all the art style is great on these, but I really like the art style for this one. Like it's, it looks like it's hand drawn and it's, uh, I, yeah, it's, I don't, it reminds me of, um, what's Edward Gorey, like those children books. Yeah. Those children's books. Yeah. That's what it reminds me. But yeah, that was one that definitely, I was like, yeah, no, I'm interested in that. It came out today though. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't have room for any other games right now. <laughs> because of uh, that one that we talked about for a long time. How much is it? Huh. It's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. So I'm that, put that, that on the wish list. That one came so out. I'm looking at an yeah. article on it right now. So supposedly you could start the game and then just not even touch it, and then four four hundred days later open it up and you can beat the game. <laughs> so you want an easy beat? There you go. Yeah, well, yeah. I was I was like, well, shouldn't I wait like three hundred ninety nine days from now and I'll buy it like when I got like one day left or two days left, and then I'll just be like. I'm done. If the <laughs> no. demo continues into the game, yeah. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think there's. Yeah. I don't think there's a demo. But they. They do say that in the oh, video. Oh, there is a demo for some reason. No, not not for this one. But they do say in the in the video they say that you don't necessarily have to wait the 400 days to see the yeah. whole story. But I still think I find that incredibly intriguing because, you know, you're going to want to be like, well, even if you beat it in a couple days, you're going to be like, well, I got to check in in 400 days later to be like. Is something gonna happen differently? You know, like is it gonna? It's like it's, actually, it's like saying DLC at a year and a month from now. You know, I thought about it too. I was like, because uh, I remember like the early days of Animal Crossing when somebody would get, I don't know, one of us would be like slightly further than the other because I think you played like you got to start like a day before I did for some reason I can't remember why, but or maybe you like started like twelve hours before me. It wasn't a lot, but it was enough to where you were like hitting certain milestones a little faster than me at first. So I was like, what in like, what if in like 400 days, you know, I changed my mind. And I bought the game tomorrow, but I'm going to re- still regret it because I'm going to start seeing spoilers on day 399 of my playthrough <laughs> yeah. in the future. And I'll be like, damn it. I should have bought it yeah. at launch. There, yeah. um, there, the, was it the Stanley parable? There was a, an in-game achievement that if you, uh, yeah, like if you don't play the game for three years, you get an achievement. You can come back yeah. and it'll call, it'll be called like, didn't play for three years or whatever. Yeah. I wish that, there were achievements the for that. Son. There, there's a thing in a in a in Bravely Default. There's there's actually a move that you get where the damage of the move the, the damage of the move depends on how long you played the game for. So that's I thought that was an interesting RPG. I mean that's that's obviously an RPG move that you want is how many hours you have into the game like changes the damage. So what game was it that had the walk armor was that final fantasy six where like six. it was like based on the steps you had yes i think that was six no 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 that was symphony of the night yes that was symphony of the night. okay symphony of the night. there we go yes i remember that being like really oh the cool the, the more you the like, more you oh. walk the, the uh-huh. more yeah. because the game actually tracked your steps i guess because why not there was another game i was playing that had that it might have been bravely default where there was another thing that had to do with whatever you had which would make the thing but i don't know Oh, I was gonna say that in uh, Far Cry, Far Cry Four, the the game when you start the the villain says, "Okay, hold on, hold on, wait here ten minutes. I'll be right back." And if you wait ten minutes, he like 
that it just it gives you like he comes back and goes oh thanks for waiting you want to go do something and then like that's credits you get an, a, there's a bonus ending <laughs> oh nice that if, that if you just like wait he's like oh yeah thanks for waiting well in uh spoilers it's an old ass game but in, in earthbound on super nintendo that's the password to get behind the waterfall is you just wait three minutes and that's what you do you sit there and wait three minutes and they're like okay you know the password you can go through now isn't there isn't there one of the Wario Land games where at the beginning like your alarm goes off and you can and that's like supposed to be the first level, but if you just like don't hit the alarm and just sit there, like you'll get like a different ending to the level. Because <laughs> like the bad guys will come to your room or whatever. Maybe. Could be. I, I heard it know. on a podcast once. I haven't tried it, but it was one of the it was one of the Game Boy Color Wario games. Oh, okay. I think I know what podcast you probably heard that. I haven't listened yeah. to that episode yet, but <laughs> but speaking of Wario, there's a game there's there is a, no game. There's a game called There Is No Game, which also came out today. It's twelve ninety nine. I might I, I don't know. I might try out this one. It kinda looks it John put down that it looks like WarioWare and it does kinda. But it also uh it has very much has like a Game Boy Advance feeling to me as far as the uh graphics go. I actually thought it kinda even looked like a little bit like Minish Cap, I guess. Like kinda like that pixely that pixely uh, Game Boy Advance looking uh, graphics, so I'm into that. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what's happening in it. But yeah, they're like, oh, it's you know, it's this goofy point and click, uh, weird, weird uh, game with a whole bunch of mini games where there's not really a game. And they're like, if you want something weird and different, try this one out. Seems a little bit. There's some games on Steam I've played that are like point and click, joking games. What was there? There's one about. There's one about ponies. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was like that where the whole hmm. game was kind of trolling you as you were playing. Pony Island? Yeah, Pony Island. Yeah. Okay. So it, it trolls you like the whole way through about like what you're doing. And yeah. That's what this kind of reminded me of. It's a good one. And the next one was the one that we kind of kind of threw us for a loop because as we were saying before, like our, our turtles indie now. Well, I guess, I don't know. I guess they are, right? <laughs> According yeah. to this, because, because the company is, I don't know. It's not like it's a. I don't, whatever, regardless, I'm happy to see it on there because this game looks great. Yeah. I mean, everybody, I, you know, I don't think anybody's been like said anything bad about this game. And one thing I want to say, which I don't think I ever I said when it was announced, but I just love the detail where all of the turtles, they all run differently. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, noticed that in the video. That's, that, cool. that's so cool where they all move differently, like their mm-hmm. legs move differently, the way they run. And it's that just lets you know already that the game's going to be good because they put so much detail into the way they're all going to. It's not a killer you squad. Yeah. Now, now, uh, there were some things I noticed about it that made me really laugh. Um, for instance, they go into, they're fighting the Foot Clan in an office building, and there is a bunch of Foot Clan at desks doing like data entry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, they're fighting in a TV st- station studio, and it's Bebop in a suit hosting uh-huh. like a talk show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed like, the one where they were all working and they get out of their desks and come fight you, which I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. They have like ties on, like little foot clan ties. Yeah, and then Bebop in a in a suit and tie as a talk show host and like sees the turtles fighting the foot and he's like, Oh, I gotta go and like runs away. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it looks like they're definitely having fun with it. And it's based, you know, it's based on the original show, not the other stuff. Not not which the, means it's not like the newer version. Appealing to our generation. Well, I mean, I'm sure the pe- I think Correctly. the people that are making it they they knew like the older like the original turtle stuff. So, so it yeah. just reminds me of hovering around the arcade game when I was a kid, even yeah. though I didn't have any money, just watching kids like swapping out on the four different spots. Yeah, but the animation looks really good. The 
you know, the graphics look good. I'm that one's hundred percent. I'm buying that one. Me too. It's it, yeah. Does it, it? Do we know if it has online play? It has to. I'd be yeah, surprised. it has to. I mean, why wouldn't? It? I mean, it's it's made by the same people who did uh, Streets of Rage Four. Well, it does, yeah. Well, the producers, right? The ones who, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. It's the same people who did uh, Streets of Rage Four and Dra- yes. Dragon's Trap. But I thought the developer was the same guy who did uh, Scott Pilgrim. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's yeah. got it's, anyway. It's got a lot of good games in there that it's involved yeah. with. So it looks looks like it's going to be good. So, and it said this year. So hopefully they stick to that, and it does come out this year. So awesome. Next is Getsu Fumiden. Undying Moon. This one kinda... this is actually a sequel to a 1987 Famicom game. Really? Oh, oh, is it? I didn't know that. I didn't know it that. It is, yeah. Yeah, Polygon reported on it. Oh, shit. Because it, it actually reminded me of uh, Masa Moon, the Demon Blade from uh, from the Wii. The visuals are pretty similar. From yeah, the, old, really the cool. old Wii, where it's like a, it's a 2D, it's an RPG, but it's a 2D, 2D action RPG. They called it a hack and slash roguelike. It's really stylish. Did you like? Did you guys see like the art style on it? it yeah, it's very stylish. Well, it looks like yeah, it looks like the old Japanese paintings, you know, yeah. with the which I like that style a lot. So I'm definitely into it. And that's a Konami game. So Konami's back in the action because Konami's an indie. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> yeah. I guess they, I guess they did kind of uh, took some liberties with this as to what's indie and what isn't. I don't know. Everything's so spread out across the different directs that who who the fuck knows anymore. Yeah. So wait, this is the I'm looking at the Wikipedia now. This is the direct sequel to the 1987 game. Like, yeah, that's what John not said. Been another game. Oh, that's just crazy. It's <laughs> that's a gap. Surprise revival of a 34 year old NES era video game. Only only published in Japan, even. So we don't know what happened in the first one. They need to release that one and translate it. Yep. No, yeah, it, it's it looks looks really really good. So we'll see on that one. I don't know if that has a. It's 2022, so it's not even not even coming out this year. But the one after it, we talked about it briefly, but uh, Aztec forget forgotten gods, that one was a hundred percent for me. Like I, I think that looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I like the, I like the style. It, it's a lot of jumping around and 3D platformy action stuff. So we talked about Skull. You, you already paid that played that one. Art of Rally, Kiwi. Yeah. You, wait, you didn't play Kiwi. That's that's the one. That's the bird one. Yeah, that one I don't know anything about. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Some of these they just go through very quickly. Yeah, I wrote Bird Puzzle Platformer. Yeah, I mean that's about that's like the two seconds that you see. I guess that's what you can, uh, what you get from it. What's the uh, Labyrinth City Pierre the Maze Detective? I, I thought it looked like yeah. Where's Waldo the game because yeah, it kind of has that yeah. kind of has like that art style. But I mean the art style, like I said before, it looks great. But it looks like an old Where's Waldo game. You know, but you're moving around in it. Cool. Weaving. Next, we got House of the Dead remake. Yeah, what the fuck, man? That was the one that was like that. I was so mad about that they didn't spend more time on. And there is actually a minute long uh, trailer of it that you can find online that came out at the same time as this. But I was like, wait, House of the Dead remake, and you're just kind of sticking this in here, and it's an indie, and it's in the sizzle reel, and nobody said anything to me. I feel like I'm betrayed here. <laughs> me, me, Mister House of the Dead fan over here. I don't know. I was just like, "What?" Because you can hook a keyboard up to the switch. Because I've done it for what, Animal Crossing. Typing of the Dead. Yeah. Typing of the typing Dead. Of the, they got to make Typing of the Dead like yeah. an option in this. They got to throw something in there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 being made by the same people who uh, did the remake of Panzer Dragoon. So 
Okay. Cool. Well, they did that pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I bought that and played through it. It didn't, didn't take that much time, but it was... I actually called, thought the visuals of this remake looked kind of meh. They look weird. Yeah. They don't really... Actually, if you watch the full minute long one, it looks a little bit more like the original House of the Dead stuff. But this one, yeah, it doesn't even look like a shooter. It kind of looks like a point and click game. Like it doesn't seem like it's that thing. But watch, watch, well, the, I am really watch the full trailer. I think, I think it looks point different. And, point and shoot off on the Switch. Oh, it's going to be. We, we know that doesn't work too good. It's going to be the same as that that uh, sniper game that I got. Tilty. Yeah, where you just kind of tilt and shoot. Yeah. So. You'll have to just restart it by pressing a button or something like that. You know, recenter it. But I mean, uh, yeah, cool. House of the Dead. It's a Meg- Megapixel Studios is what they're called. The guys who did the Panzer Dragoon remake and who are doing this one. So look at that. Here uh, comes Sega. Ender Lilies. This one's already on the eShop also. It's on sale as well. twenty two forty nine till the 21st. And the 21st is when it was released. I think uh, June, June 21st, not, not April 21st. Okay. White, white glowing girl platformer, yes. Best way to describe <laughs> that. <laughs> that. I mean, that one looks cool too. I mean, they all they all look good. The art style looks good, you know. Though, what was it? Except for a Beast of Maravilla Island, I thought that one looked like it wasn't running very well. If you, if you guys noticed, it seemed like it was really framey. Like the frame rates were not going so hot, and everything looked kind of. Do you of, think they're trying to kind of bumpy? I don't know. Trying to rush it because of what it's competing with. I mean, I mean, you might as well. I mean, it could be like this is just the first video they did, and it'll get smoothed mm-hmm. out later. But from what I saw of it, it looked a little bit like it wasn't running that well. I don't know. Yeah, like and what Jeremy's know. referring to is it looks like it's inspired by Pokemon Snap, which is of course getting a new edition in a couple in weeks. Like, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's it seemed like there was some walking around. You don't do that in Pokemon Snap. That's true. I mean, you can take pictures in there, but you can do that in Animal and uh, Monster Hunter also. Animal Crossing too. I don't know, but yeah, it was just uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, this doesn't look like it runs that well. Oh, wait, wait till it comes out later. But what did I you th- guys think this next game might have been a sequel? I did. I thought it might I have was, been a sequel, and I, I was thinking both time. I was, I was like, what's going on like, with that dude? Because he's like one of the more like polarizing. Oh, you talking about Fez? Yeah, gaming. Yeah, Fez. You you like, thought you yeah. thought that it might be a sequel to Fez. Right, I'm like, it's been so long since that one. Well, okay, so I I do know a little bit about that. There was a sequel to Fez in development, but he that guy got into a lot of stuff with people on online on Twitter and all that stuff, so he canceled it. But um, from my understanding, his partner is Felix Kramer. If you know who that is, he's that's somebody in the industry that's been around for a while. Friends with like giant bomb people. Felix Kramer is the one that owns the the rights to it. So buying Fez, and again, I'm not 100% sure, but this is like a discussion I had with uh, some other people who were digging into it, that uh, buying Fez, the original, right now, all proceeds that won't really, like Phil, the Phil Fish, the original the creator, won't get a lot of it. It'll mostly go to Felix Kramer, which again, Phil Fish has not seemed like a great dude. Is he? He's, no, but he, he's how much did he have the... to do with the game, though? Didn't he like make most of it? Isn't he? He, the... made, that... he made most of it, but again, he has lost. I think mo- a majority of the rights, or at least given them up. Is he the one that's in the indie game movie? Yes, Phil yes. Fish. Phil Fish is okay because, yeah, I mean, I'll, they all seemed kind of weird in that movie. I was just so but... freaking weirded out that there was that this was like so enough. Like it's so it's so like it should have happened because this didn't even show up on the Wii U, did it? No, oh, it was yeah. on, it was on, it was on PS3. I, I played it there, and I and I liked it. I mean, the soundtrack is awesome. The yeah, soundtrack I played is it on fucking 360 amazing. back in the day. Yeah, it well, it was. I think it was on 360 first, and then it was ported to PS3 later. 
I and mean, it, it was like an early, like it was up there with Braid as like an early like yeah. phenomenon. Sure. Well, and Braid, same thing with Braid. Braid was on uh, Xbox Arc it was on Xbox Arcade first and then ported the PS3 later. But uh and now it's and now it's on Switch now, right? Or is it just yeah, coming? But, I, but I for, it but for a second there, I was like, wait, is this are they doing a sequel to Fez? Like, no, I I, I automatically thought that it was just gonna be the regular Fez. Yeah. Just, just because I well, I haven't followed any of, of it. I didn't know all that stuff that you guys were talking about the about the creator and all that. But I just figured that I hadn't seen it for a long time. That it was just going to be like, oh yeah, by the way, Fez, this also. Did any of you guys play Fez? I played it on the 360. Okay. I didn't beat it, but I played quite a bit of it because when I got my 360, that was the early days of Xbox Arcade. And- when that was like sort of starting to be a thing. So yeah. I just w- was reading like, you got to play Fez, you know, yeah. IGN and stuff. So sure. I got that right away. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I played it and I really, really liked it, but it was kind of like monster hunter almost where I got to a point and everything just got really weird. And my mind just like got broken by it. Again, I remember there's a part where it just gets really, really complicated, like way more than you think. And I'm like, I don't know how to play this game anymore. I just quit because there's there, a, there's and there's a, even more complications to that. There's like a yeah. whole language that you have to learn and like start writing down and translating stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to that game. Because I remember I was like, I'm having fun with it. This is cool. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, no. What you thought was fun is just this small this is just the tip of the iceberg. And everything is way huger and way more complicated. And I'm like, uh, I'm gonna play something else. <laughs> but yep. but I did really like it. I mean, I think it's great. I definitely recommend it. Anybody, it sucks that the creator had to go get all weird and all that. But well, again, you can actually buy this one guilt free, knowing that uh, he does not get a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And guys, we've got one more thing. Yeah, and the, that was surprising. And the I really thing. was kind of impressed that they put this as the last thing because, as far as I know, I mean, this was a. I didn't know about this game until Janet told us about it, the the original. Which not to spoil the name, but she told mm-hmm. us about it. I thought, or we found out through her. I mean, you guys uh, both played it and loved it. I remember that. Like, weren't wasn't weren't they both? Wasn't it both on both of you guys' lists for that year? Yeah, for it, it was on my list for that year. Yeah. It was five bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was a Christmas Day sale. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, what, we, that's why I got it because it was five bucks on Christmas Day. We played it last year, and uh, it's a it, that one. It's a, it's a surprising little fun, uh, you know, action or not action, but like adventure story game, you know. I just never like thought a sequel hours. to that game would have been a one more thing scenario. Like, yeah, I didn't know it was that impactful that on the indie scene or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I, guess. I still wonder if it is. I like. I think that a lot why of people did, were. Why did they get the one more thing? Maybe it. Uh, they gave it a bunch of free copies of the game. And, like, yeah, maybe. With it or something. I don't know. I think the original one best game on the App Store when it came out. Hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, on iPhones. So it was a big deal on, on phones and on iPad. And then uh, I, I assume it must have been doing great business on the Switch because it was just like constantly on sale. And I do know that they got another uh, boost of life when uh, it, cause it got, it's on Xbox Game Pass. And that came out and that was like a kind of a deal that people talked about. Like, oh, Oxen Free. And I was like, really? I don't know that one too well. Yeah, people really like it. I never played it, but maybe I should now that there's another one. You I should play Oxenfree. Yeah, yeah I know a lot of yeah, people. I know a lot of people really liked it, including everybody on the show that isn't me. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but well, I get ready for Oxenfree Two: Lost Signals by playing Oxenfree One. Yeah, you know where the signals are still. I don't know where no, the that's signals not what it's are. Called, but... I only found some of them. I didn't find them all. <laughs> yeah, were, that was like a hidden thing. Yeah, hidden hidden signals. Yeah. 
the sequel to Hidden Figures, Hidden Signals. But that was a, that was a surprising thing. I remember it was like, here's this five dollar game you should try. Okay, five dollars. I probably won't like it, but I can throw some money at these people. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'll play all the way through it. Honestly. I buy so many five dollar games that I end up loving. I buy so many yeah, five dollar games I that I never. I know play. that now. <laughs> I bought a bunch of cheap games that I barely even touched. There's actually some free games that I haven't touched either. So I mean, I, I know. I bought fifty. I don't know. I, there's I sixty dollar games that I've exactly like. Uh, yeah, we were talking about this guy. This guy earlier. Like I bought that very early on in the Switch's life. I paid full price. For That's that. your favorite game. You you love that game. <laughs> <laughs> and I only play like three hours of it. You love it so much. Very complicated. Also, there's there's a big there's a big indie sale that came out of this. Going to the twenty fifth. Uh, I put I put a I put a link on here. I'm not going to read all of them, but there's a bunch of there's pretty notable stuff in there. Like Hades is on sale. Ori and the Will-O-Wisps, uh, Terraria, Dead Cells, River City Girls, Katana Zero. There's, like, there's a bunch of stuff that's just a lot on sale. Katana Zero is only $9, and I highly recommend And if they're that having movie, like DLC one. for it, it might be a good time. Yeah, isn't that coming yeah. soon? DLC? Yeah, yeah. They, they did just recently say that they're they're finally going to do that Katana Zero DLC, because the game doesn't really end. Like, there's no, no it doesn't. Ending. It yeah. doesn't. I, I reviewed it when it came out, and I, I, I didn't love that. I liked the game. I liked the music. I liked the yeah, art. Yeah, it was great. It was just like, oh shit, it's done. But it doesn't end, yeah. yeah it doesn't end. Yeah, so I was wondering when that DLC was going to happen, and it didn't happen. So, But there's a, there's a lot of really good games that are on sale for the for the indie stuff, so if you're looking... And I was right. Uh, Ali Ali, the two Ali Ali games, is only two ninety nine. So it's three dollars, yeah. and you get two games. So that's a buck fifty a game there. That's and getting I, uh, that's getting purchased as we speak. Totally recommend. You got to buy so. Ali Ali, then buy Oxen Free. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice, good one. Yeah, so yeah, take a look. Take a look at the indie stuff. If you actually go to the Nintendo site, you it, it lists it lists all of them. So if you actually want to see what they are, and you know, lots lots of cool stuff to get on there. I think. Um, was it no, a, straight, no straight roads? No straight roads. That's a that's a that's on sale right now, and that's a that's a decent one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I haven't I haven't heard of that one. That one's a you know it's a it's a character 3D action beat 'em up you know like you know like Devil May Cry or both the or like Aztec, but you are two rockers fighting the evil of EDM. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's very nice. fun. Oh yeah, there it is. NSR no straight roads. I'm like, where is that? Mark mark down for forty. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that's enough for this for this episode. Thanks for hanging out with us for all this time, uh, Alex. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that info with us too by NIS. Yeah. Anytime. And uh, Saga Frontier, of course. Uh, let, let everybody at home know where they where you can where they can find you and all your stuff. Uh, we are uh, at Super GG Radio on Twitter. Um, my my name is uh, Alex Arona, so uh, I'm Arona Alex with a zero in front, so zero R O N A. Alex on Twitter as well, but uh, Super GG Radio, our podcast, comes out every Sunday. Hey, uh, I was. Uh, are you guys planning on going to MGC this year in Milwaukee? I know, like, when nobody, is it? I know nobody's really gone anywhere, but it's they're actually having it for like the very first weekend of November, so they're putting it way at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already reserved uh, hotel tickets just because you know because they won't charge you until the day before, so you can cancel whenever. Okay. But uh, if you guys are going, we should try to like we should try to like do like a I don't know do like a meetup like with with everybody who's in the neighborhood. I was gonna like ask you guys and like maybe like Nintendo Power Block and some other podcast people that I know that are like in the Chicago area. We should try to get people to come hang out with us somewhere, like oh, over yeah. MGC or something. Do like a do like a joint meetup like with our with our shows together. You know, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be down for that. Okay. So let me uh, let me talk to the co-hosts. Yeah, I was gonna say, look into Midwest Gaming Classic. I know that uh, we'll we'll be there, and we should, you know, if we could get get the ball rolling, maybe we can get a meetup like with both of us. We could all just meet our fans at a bar or something like that. You know. Yeah, Thought that'd be cool. great. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, definitely Super GG Radio. Check that out. I'll put a I'll put a link on there for on the on the details so you can so you can go find it. And uh, also, you you have reviews on uh, Nintendo Nintendo World Report, right? Yep, Nintendo World Report's the big one. Um, Third Coast Review. Third Coast also, Review. Our, our YouTube channel. We're starting to do video content now. Uh, specifically, we uh, we at Super GG Radio, since we focus on betas, we're doing video series called Beta Breakdowns, where we'll pick a beta test, uh, early access, or demo that we really really had a lot of fun with, and. Uh, just kind of give it a highlight for about you know 10, 10 to 15 minutes of just us playing the game, talking about it, and uh, showing off what that game does. Nice. Cool. I can put a link to that, too, on the description. Yeah. And uh, as far as our stuff goes, uh, NintendoMainPodcast.com, YouTube.com slash NintendoMainPodcast. You can go there and watch me beat uh, Pac-Man 99 in less than five minutes on there. Also, uh, Twitch.tv slash NintendoMainPodcast is where I stream I stream late night, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, and I tried streaming in the prime time, and I realized that it's better to stream at that time. So I'm going to keep streaming at 2 a.m. because nobody watched me at 7 o'clock when I tried to do an earlier one. So <laughs> so there you go. But uh, Jeremy and I... Maybe uh, that's what we're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't get that many fans, but I do actually get at least a couple. I got none <laughs> at 7. But uh, but also, I mean, with Twitch, you got to keep a schedule. You got if As long as you keep doing it at the same time, people are going to come back. Yeah. But... Uh, also, uh, on Jeremy and I are on Twitter at jmaxstack and at Nintendo underscore domain. And uh, also, if you want to support the show and get bonus episodes and merch and all this other stuff for Nintendo Main, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and take a look at what we have there. You can get merch at the $5 or $15 level, and there'll be something up there for the higher one for that as well. Not to mention over 30 bonus episodes that are only on there. And, uh, you know, early videos and all that shit. Check that out. And also, I have another show called uh, How Is It Now? We just did an episode about Superman, 1978 Superman. Listen to that. We talk about all the world-winning movies now they are now. And, uh, yeah, look that up on your pod thing that you listen to podcasts on. Anyway, this has been episode 266. We're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Bukowski. John Bitter. And special guest. Alex Arona from Super GG Radio. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you. Piss him off because Hoke Seiko's kind of lost it over the years. Yes, he was. 
prodding Jose Canseco. And then at the same time, the Michael Crichton rule, if you write that somebody has this tiny penis, they won't sue you because it's not, it's, it's so far away from who they are. You'd be like, what, you'd admit that you have a tiny penis or it's not really you. I made it up. Has it really affected your life? Did yeah, somebody exactly. do that about Michael Crichton? Yeah, he yeah, that's what that's that's what they call it, the Michael Crichton rule. 